Okay, can we play this game now? Yes. What is this game? I'm a, I don't even know what we're doing. Oh my oh. god, Travis, that's embarrassing. You're in for a treat. Hello, Nuggets. Have we done that before? I think so. Oh, hello, Golden Nuggets. Ooh. There, it's different now. Welcome to Sports Podcast. It ends with a question mark that starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. This is Dylan from Austin. And my question is that if you had to give an impromptu present a twenty minute presentation uh with no prep, uh what topic would you discuss? Uh for me I'd uh, probably talk about uh why Star Wars The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Alright, love you. Mean it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Dylan, love you, mean it. Gonna answer your question, but first, gotta ask our resident Star Wars expert <laughs> uh, if you think he has a point there, or if you have anything you'd like to say because you made a face. I, well, I did make a face. I I admit that I liked the Last Jedi a lot more the second time I watched it, and I realized it's because I fast forwarded through all the Cantobite scenes. Like I really loved uh, like all the development with Poe, and I loved what they did with the relationship with Luke and. Ray and Kylo Ren, but like all the stuff on Cantabite, I just didn't need and I felt like was superfluous to the movie. That being said, Ryan Johnson is incredible. So I would entertain an argument as to why it's the best. You'd attend um, this TED talk. I would attend this this <laughs> Dylan talk and, and I'd hear him out. Oh, do you think TED Talks are named after the person who gives them? <laughs> no. Do you think everyone's name is Ted? <laughs> I, I thought it was like a really exclusive club you'd like just for the Teds, mm. you know? Wait, did you say you fast-forwarded through all of the scenes in a movie? You didn't watch the full movie? No, I, I watched it, and then on a rewatch... You just fast-forwarded? Through some parts of the scenes, yeah. I mean, an editorial decision was made. Which means it's clearly not the best if you're skipping I can't, part of it. I fast-forwarding through a part of a movie I like. It was just the alpha... It was like a... Uh, what are those called? Like a B-plot or whatever? Like a whole yeah, storyline. I'm like, plot, I don't need yeah. this. I just want to oh. get like, listen, I have limited time on my hands. I wanted sure. to like feed through. I don't know that feeling right now, mm-hmm. but I am sure that it's a feeling that I've felt once. <laughs> so All what right. would your, what would your present, what would your I'm Katie talk? To think, it's funny because I've, uh, I've long lived the, the mantra, um, master of none, you know, like a, 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 like I love ev- a lot of things. I know a little bit about a lot of stuff. But I don't know that I'm like a master of any of them. So the answer isn't immediately obvious. But then I realized, like, I think I could do an impromptu 20-minute talk with no prep on anything. Because mm-hmm. that's we do an hour of it on this podcast, two, two hours every week. Um, I would say could, yours but, would be uh, you would give a 20-minute presentation on why – Save the World is a better Fortnite mode than Battle Royale. All right. I haven't played it in a very long time. But you could all, you could make that argument. I could. I don't know if I could make 20 minutes of that argument because I didn't like when they changed the way you make your characters. I also recently realized, non sequitur, as this, uh, as this podcast always is, um, that I now play the Save the World version of Call of Duty. Like everybody plays Warzone and I play multiplayer. Like I think I'm just destined to always want to play the game you have to pay for instead of the free to play version that everybody plays. Um, so that's been a fun realization. I'm like, am I just a contrarian? But no, there's just less people cheating in that version. Anyway, 
I could definitely talk about no, see, but I could I could talk about video games, but I I know people who know a lot more about video games than I do. I just know my own personal experience. I could talk about uh, if I wanted it to be boring as hell, I could talk about domestic violence. If um if I if I wanted to make it entertaining, look, I think I'd still not to answer the same thing twice. I think I could really break down the Frank Thomas cinematic universe. <laughs> I know it inside and out. Nobody is is as familiar as it. As I am. Uh, that's, I know that for a fact. Not even the people who work on those commercials. Not even Frank Thomas knows more about the Frank Thomas cinematic universe than I do. Uh, also, like, Lifetime and Hallmark movies. Mm. And their relationships with women and the messages that they send to them. Like, that's you interesting. It's like, uh, Lifetime movies are like the, the wife or like the subplot female character of every movie. It's like telling that character, no, this movie's about you. And then like overly focusing on her story. But anyway, I don't want to give away my 20 minute presentation. <laughs> Ashley, what would your talk be about? I've been waiting for an opportunity for this to come up because oh, I have God. so many thoughts on it and like not a good platform to express all of my well, opinions. Hey, welcome to your <laughs> Ashley talk. It is my 20 minute, probably 30 minute presentation would be on proper etiquette surrounding workplace bathrooms for women. Damn, 20 there are, minutes. There are so many things that people need to know down to like which stall you should go in. You know, like you, no one ever goes in the first one. And if somebody is in the restroom, you should not absolutely go in one immediately adjacent to them if there is another option. If you walk in and somebody is in like the furthest away stall and you don't hear any sound, they're probably trying to poop. You should get in, do your business and like leave. You know what I mean? And if, if you're going to go in and like do your makeup, which is a thing people oh, do, I, run the faucet. Exactly. Just let there be white noise in the room so that mm -hmm. the person doesn't feel because that person is just waiting for you to leave. So it's not uncomfortable because you work together. This applies for guys too. too, though. Like, I'm sure there are. are yes. Yeah, I'm we just can't speak to that. We don't spend a lot of time in the men's room. Anymore. There's a whole subsection of like urinal etiquette that I, you know, I'm not familiar with. But in terms <laughs> of like when conversations cease, when you go into the restroom or like if someone says I'm going to the restroom and they're like, oh, I'm going to come with you. Like that's a thing you may do at a bar, but like don't do that at work. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a whole there's a whole section on like speaking on the cell phone. There's what about talking to each other. No, hard. No, why? no we've had this conversation before where you've been in the bathroom with me. This was back when we used to go to an office. Remember those times <laughs> where you've been like, I know I'm breaking my own rule, but I just talked to it. And then you just like tell me something. It's really hard to get your undivided attention. So sometimes you have to capitalize on opportunities. My attention is still divided in the bathroom. I'm focused on something else, clearly. But yeah, I have I have a lot of things to say. Like, so I would I would really love to give that talk with diagrams, you know. 20 minutes. Yeah, easily. Really? Probably 25. Yeah. Did we when we did our work from home bracket, did we um say was one of the options having your own bathroom? I don't think so. Because that should have won. I thought about that the other day. I'm like, oh man, it's going to be tough to go back to a life where uh, I can't just do what I want in the bathroom at any point of the day. Well, does that include bringing Myrtle in with you or is that? All right. You know what? We weren't going to bring that up again. It was going to be a thing I said. <laughs> I'm sorry I shared it. I'm sorry that I shared a difficult thing that I was going through. I thought that was something I could do in this safe space <laughs> of a podcast. Travis, are there rules for men about looking? 
Oh, I straightforward. Is that the rule? Or, like, can you look at your own? <laughs> I mean, you can. You're not, no, you, no one would know if they well, follow the rules. I would say many of you need to look at your own more because men seem to have an aiming issue. They're, I've I learned say, in my adulthood. Yeah, but <laughs> they're like, that's nothing I can do. I tried. It's like, you could try harder. If you had to bend your knees every time you peed, God forbid, you should do it. We have to squat. I mean, I will say that there's some nasty bathrooms at times, so maybe that should be the rule. Yes. That you should look. Oh, at yourself. Only yes. at yourself. Yes. Have you ever engaged in a conversation with someone while you're both standing at a urinal? Uh, yeah. How? It's usually more like at the bars. Like at work, I don't want to know. Work is, if you're stuck at a bar and someone might say something, then you will respond. Why would somebody at a bar say something? Because there's a lot of weird people out there, Katie. Do people yeah. make jokes? Do the people make like, is there a running joke that one guy always makes when you go to a urinal? Like cold in here, huh? Or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think that. Like, is that of like a? I'm just super no, curious. No, 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 no I, I, I don't think that when, happens. When women interact socially, it's like we feel like we have to say hi. I don't know if that's a thing for men too. We're like when you're just you and another person in a room together, you feel like hi. It's like when you get in an elevator with somebody in your building, you're like hi even if you don't want to engage in conversation. So it's funny that in a bathroom, it's like, we all know, no, no saying hello. Or do people say hi to you? No. Yeah. There's usually the exchange of pleasantries sometimes, but you know, <laughs> I prefer just you mind your own business and we go about it. And when we get back out, we can talk. All right. When we get out of here, when we get through this together, we can talk. Yes. That's interesting. There's no, there's no point to have a conversation while you're going to the restroom. Do you have anything that you would uh, give a good, Trevor talk on I could uh explain the show Prison Break I loved it I uh, love that show I missed it I never I, got into it I went way too far and actually had like a list of like who died on each episode and stuff to keep track and yeah I watched I have it I have it all seasons on DVD wow like, I think that was one of the first shows that was one of the first shows people were like I love this show and then it dropped off but it I did. stayed with it oh, yeah it says, yeah uh, as you said that, I realized I could probably give a 20-minute talk on how you should plant your crops in Stardew Valley. <laughs> real life. In uh, real life. <laughs> Crop management in real life. Uh, no, I've got like a diagram. I took notes on like what costs what and what comes in what season and how many each plant yields and so how to get the best possible money. Do you not know about Stardew Wiki? Hmm? Like Stardew no, Wiki? No, I used it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I did all of that. You know me. You. you know me. I have to write everything down or else I don't remember it. I have to have my own little note card with all the mm -hmm. reference info on it. Like, you know, who likes who likes those eggs as a gift? Mm. It was Sebastian. That's how I went over my boy. Anyway. No, um, you guys. Was, you were with the other dude. What was Sebastian. No, Sebastian was the on the beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, then his name is, uh, God, I forget my husband's name. That's really bad. It's not Shane. Nope. No. I would never marry a Shane. It doesn't matter. What if we thought about it later? <laughs> okay. She's really got the look on her face like she's going to find it. I need to know. Um. All right. Those are our answers, I guess. If you have a question... Don't forget, you can always leave a voicemail. That's right. 
You could do that at 860-506-5571. Hi, enthusiastic keynote. Hey, nice subwoofer. Have we explained this to people already? I don't think we should. Okay. <laughs> I think we did. When you log into Squadcast, you have to write your name, and we don't write our name, so it gives us a name. And they're sometimes they fit, and sometimes they're very weird. Enthusiastic keynote is a TED Talk, I'm pretty sure. That's right. Nice subwoofer is... A pickup line. Yeah. <laughs> that was so quick. Uh, and Travis is the honest resonator. I don't know what that means. I don't know what a resonator is. I know what resonate means. Great news. We Googled it before you joined Squadcast. Oh, cool. It's like some, I already forget, but it's like some machine to measure the resonance in like music and physics of stuff. That didn't make any How sense. That music. music and physics of stuff. Well, there's a music one, so it's like if you have one of those little mallets and you hit a thing and it's like bong. I think the thing you hit's the resonator. It like amplifies the note. Mariah's gonna kill me. Or like in physics, it measures the resonance of like a sound wave. It's like a tool. Huh. I, I listen. I have information that's it like this be- is important. You should save this. And then I read that description. Was like okay, and I threw it away immediately. Shouldn't it be called like resonometer then? If it measures, I it's fine. Know. It doesn't matter <laughs> at all. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm fine. Um. <laughs> good. That was friendly banter. Moving good. on. Good. That's good. Uh, Can I say one thing apropos of nothing? Yes. When you make your Twitter, this is just a PSA. When you make, when you lock your Twitter, um, it does not stop you from seeing things people say to you or at you or about you. All it does is keep people who don't follow you from seeing your tweets. How was your day? (laughs) Uh, It's it's okay. It's, you know. We're getting better. I've good, you know, we've got a, a good news, bad news situation okay. in House Gray Band. Okay. Uh, good news. I have started playing Stardew Valley again. That's the good news. <laughs> That's the good news. Uh, the bad news is because last week we had a we had quite a quite a stretch of days there when Steve had to get in an ambulance and go to a hospital, and we thought he had COVID. Uh, he doesn't. Also yeah, good news. That, I would say that's the good news. I thought the good news was like Steve doesn't have COVID. And I was like, you can't start with the good news. You have to start with the bad news. <laughs> no, good news, bad news, good news. Stardew yeah. Valley. Yeah. Back into Stardew Valley. Steve what day go- was that? Friday? No, it was Thursday. He um so he he said he was feeling badly. Um he was like, I don't feel well, I don't feel well, and I don't know if you've, you know, interacted with a man who says he doesn't feel well, but that can range from anything to like yes heart attack. Yeah. Like my team just lost and I'm grumpy about it or I need emergency surgery like 10 minutes ago. So I didn't put too much weight on it. Um, but then on Thursday he woke up and he had, uh, body aches. He had chills, fatigue and a fever. And we're like, you have to get a COVID test. So he, we only have one car and we also have a son. So I stayed home with Austin, Aaron, Austin, he drove to an urgent care center and had to pull over on his way and fainted in the car, which is not awesome. Like kind of let himself recover, got to the urgent care center, fainted again in the doctor's office. Um, they did an EKG. It was 
abnormal. And so they put him in an ambulance and they sent him to the hospital. And it was just a whole bunch of waiting and tests and more waiting and more tests. Um, and it was really, really, really difficult. Um, all the cliches, like all the worst case scenarios are running through your mind. But like as they were eliminating more and more things, it was like, what else could this be if it's not COVID? And you think of like everyone who's, who says, you know, I never thought it would be me. And then it's you. And I'm FaceTiming with my husband. And I'm wondering if like the last time I saw him in person was when he walked out the front door. You know what I mean? It, it was terrible. Um, but when we finally figured it was like, gosh, six o'clock in the morning on Friday when we got the no the negative test. And that was just this huge relief, but they had to rule out a bunch of other scary things. They were like, oh, sepsis, pulmonary embolism, like all kinds of scary crap. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he was finally able to come home. God, I don't even remember. I, Friday or Saturday. I don't know. Um, and they think it's just like a really bad GI bug. Like it's a virus. They don't know what it is, but it's not COVID. He had two tests. They were both negative. So he's still kind of recovering. He hasn't been able to do much. Like his fever is broken, um, but he's exhausted and he hurts and food is not going well. Um, so it's just been a really cuffed up, cuffed couple days. Those cuffed yeah, couple days. It's been a cuffed couple days. I get it. Yeah, it was. I mean, you, you talked me off the ledge, uh, which was incredibly helpful. Um, I last week. I just, we just talked. That's just, note to the listener. All that happened was we, we talked on the phone. It's just, it's so scary. And, uh, yeah. And huge shout out to Deirdre Martin who like really came through for us. She like, she was, she's working full time. Her kid is in zoom kindergarten and she drove to our house to pick up me and Austin with an extra car seat to go pick up my car from the urgent care center. And then back to my house where she like had her son on a laptop on zoom, my son on an iPad with headphones on, she's on work email. So I could go to the hospital. Like Jesus. She, she was what incredible. An yeah. And she brought bagels. So it's like, my goodness. Oh my God. Could you, like, I, like what an angel. So yeah, it was uh, it really sucked, but I, it's just like regular sick, you know, a bad version of regular sick, which is the best case scenario. And I'm really, really grateful for it. But which is also crazy because it's like, it's like that strep thing I was telling you about when Dan was like, I'm going to the show and I'm worried because my friend has strep. And I was like, you're not going to catch it because the whole point of wearing a mask and social distancing is like, you shouldn't catch anything. Right. I know it's COVID, but also you shouldn't be catching a lot because we're being extra safe. Right. So it's like, how the hell did Steve get a virus? Yeah. Well, we, we were obviously, we were like racking our, our brains trying to figure it out. And like, we went, we did go to a, a pumpkin patch, just real basic fall stuff, which is. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you bring a latte? Were you drinking apple cider? Did I you got, wear boots? I had yeah, an apple cider slushie. When you say pumpkin, slushy, when you pumpkin patch, we already understand that it's basic. Yeah. <laughs> I wore flannel. Uh, but like we had masks, we were outside, we stayed away from everybody, but it's still like we, I guess we could have got, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it just like scared the crap out of me. And I thought so much about people who were in that situation and it didn't go their way. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. I, God, I got so sad about all of it. So it was a real good time, but I am back in Stardew Valley. So ah. That. Tell me, how's that going? Are you married yet? No, I'm bare. I've barely started playing. 
Um, oh, you started a new game? Yeah. Yeah. I started it fresh because I don't remember anything. Obviously, I don't even remember my potential mates' names. Mm. But it has been, it's been a nice, because oh my gosh, on Thursday, I was just staring at my phone, literally the whole day, just staring at it, being like, i waiting for information, you know? Yeah. It was hard. But uh, yeah. So now we're. You got through it. We're back. We're through it. And I'm single parenting, nursing, and dog momming and working. And so I have nice big bags on my ass. You don't. You look great. But just so you know, nursing sounds like you're doing something else that that scared me there for a second. (laughs) Breastfeeding? No. Oh, yeah. I just popped out a child. Wait, what, Travis? Nursing. I was questioning that too when she said that. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm nursing. It's the <laughs> ache. It's just you know, God. Steve's got to eat. Oh, 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 you made that so much worse. It's raining. Yeah, this is time for a weather update. You're going. Oh, sorry. Hi, hot. hi. I'm Katie Nolan. It's hi. currently raining. Um, and it sure looks like it's going to stay that way for an hour to three days. I can't say. We'll say more at on the ones and twos. Back to you. The ones so, and twos? I don't know. Isn't it like traffic on the sixes, weather on the fours? So I said the ones and twos because I'm a DJ who who also does the <laughs> like weather. Like on the 15s. Whatever. Shut up. Nobody, nobody asked you. Um. <laughs> This How is the thing you? now, as a dog owner, um, when it rains, it's like, oh, it's like changes my day. Whereas before I'd be like sick, I can stay in bed all day, which I did up until this moment. I'm still sitting on my bed, but I'm not in it. I made it. Um, now I'm like, oh man, my dog's not going to want to pee or poop. Because she doesn't like the rain. Yeah. I tried at one point to get those little like dog boots, like for Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Mess. I saw an ad on like it wasn't Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in two years. It was probably on Twitter or Instagram or something that was for those boots, and it was clearly saying your dog hates these, but yep. just give it, but give it a minute, and then they'll love them. Because it was like at first these two dogs were unsure about their dog booty whatever company name, and it shows them like stepping their feet really high in the air and then it's like but slowly and it shows them stepping a little bit less high and then by the end they're just wearing them and it's like they come to love them and you're like no they don't they just have to they're like they're not going to take these things off so we're gonna have to make do but they don't like them i don't even mind her paws getting wet she just hates the rain she'll go outside and then she'll cower and it's like what are you afraid of hold an umbrella do you try yeah. Try that. It's also mm. very difficult with like her and an umbrella. You could and do uh the the waist leash. I know you're still like leash training, but you can make an exception for rain. That would make it a little easier. I don't think a waist leash is helpful for me. Okay. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It's raining. That's your weather update. Great. How about your friendly banter update? Um, I don't know. I uh, I'm at the point now in this quarantine where I'm like, what was the last week? I don't know what I have to update you on. I might say something and you'll be like, that was three weeks ago. You told us that already. Um, This last week has been a forgettable one for me. It's been a lot of um, playing video games so as to not have to talk to anybody. So uh, all of my assault rifles are platinum. Thank you. (gasps) Wow. Thank you very much. And then what? That's a huge step up from the last time we spoke. They were almost all gold before. 
Well, once they're all gold, you get platinum. So it's a closer step than you would think. Okay. But uh, I've moved on to SMGs, which should be easy. What will be difficult is um, sniper rifles. And I mean, the marksman rifles are pretty easy. But that friggin' crossbow mm. is going to be the death of me. Because who brings a crossbow to what is called modern warfare? Interesting. Nobody. Um, so yesterday, I've told you this before about double XP and how important that is. I could give you a 20-minute Katie talk on what it is, and I won't. Are we in the video game update? I thought we were just doing – friendly banter and video game update are going to be the same thing okay. for me. It's all it, I've it, done. It, 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 keep going. Yes. Um, basically, every weapon, you have to like get a certain amount of XP to unlock all of the possible attachments for it, and then you have to achieve these certain things to get it to be gold. But that first thing of unlocking all the attachments is important because a lot of guns are like, this gun is useless unless you have, you know, stippled grip tape to get the, <laughs> to get the uh, aim down sight faster. Right. You get it, actually. Yeah, that makes that's my grandfather's always said that, the stippled grip tape. So we had double XP weekend for, I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And uh, so I was like, well, why don't I make all unlock everything on all of my weapons? Stop focusing on like gold, which is usually achievement based. So it's like you need 20 headshot kills. XP is mm. not going to help you there. You right. need to actually shoot somebody in the head. I can do those when it's not double XP, but I used double XP to get, I unlocked everything on every weapon. Wow. That is huge last night i was on my last weapon it was the crossbow and my brother signed on and i was like do you want to play with me warning i'm only using a crossbow and i'm getting like seven kills a match and it's really really bad and i really hate it and he was like all right and for just for the people who don't know xp is extra i think it's i actually don't know it's points it's basically like but i don't know what the x stands for i don't know if it's like yeah, I would say experience points. Exponential experience points. So how it's many like kills? Getting... How many kills a game is good? Then you said seven is bad. Uh, it depends on the map. I think like usually if it's like shipment, I'm getting like sixty kills a match. But like this is normal average for me. I could probably check actually, but I think it's like you know twenty three ish. So like six kills is like I'm I'm hiding in a particular spot and waiting for somebody to come by and then I'm shooting them with an arrow. But if they jump, which is what a lot of these players do because they jump and they slide, which I don't do. I just play war. But they are like, wee, I'm jumping. You can't hit me. Uh, if they jump and you shoot an arrow at them, a slow moving projectile, you're never going to hit them unless you somehow guess where they're going to be by the time the arrow gets there but I unlocked these explosive arrows. So then I was just shooting those and hoping that they would blow somebody up near them. That was helpful. That's awesome. But anyway, that grip tape and the explosive I'm bored. So let's move on because if (laughs) I'm bored, this is not. (laughs) Thanks. We have too many updates. They they pair with the friendly banter. Yeah. Sorry. Speaking of too many updates. Mm, what else? How's your mental health update? Uh, you know, improving. It's improving. It's, uh, I, I may have slipped up and made a mistake of listening to a person on a radio show talk exclusively about me, which I should not have done. Um, and I, you know, when, um, you've dated men before, um, you know, Just Steve. 
Oh, it's like a comp. He's the only. He's the only person I've ever dated. Sure. Um, the only person I've ever kissed. Sure. Sure. Um, you know when you're. Have you ever dated a guy that punches a wall when he gets mad? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the one man you dated. So now we know. Um, no, it's just the thing. I feel like women are always being like, "How mad was he?" And you're like, "Oh, he punched a wall." Uh, it's like a common refrain that we've heard. Whether I, I've yet to decide if it's like really bad or if it's like not that big of a deal. It's just a thing. Like I punched a wall. I had never punched a wall. I punched a wall today. Doesn't that um, like break your hand? Here's the thing. So I punched the wall knowing what it sounds like often when somebody punches a wall. And it didn't make that noise. It made a very soft thud. <laughs> it made this very unsatisfactory Thud, because I would guess that part of the reason you punch a wall is because you want this loud, like, oh, like thud. You want this noise, like I did that. So I was super pissed. I turned and I punched the wall, and it was like, <laughs> and I think I broke my finger. <laughs> so overall, I would say. Wait, let me see. Hold it up. Hold it up. It looks a little like, chubby. Hold, hold your other hand up too now. And red. I got skinny pinkies usually, so that being that fat. <laughs> I'm sorry, fat. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't no, you laugh. shouldn't. It's it's okay. This is good. Laugh. Um, but yeah, I would say that that backfired. I think I, my body was like, "Let's try it." You're so mad and so frustrated. Um, just punch a wall, and then no, I shouldn't have done it. So Next time, uh, throw something. Yeah, I've done that before. I just um, someone in here is recording, and I didn't want it to be too loud. Luckily. I said, when he was done, I'm like, sorry about that noise. He's like, what noise? <laughs> I punched the wall. You didn't even hear it. He's like, oh, I thought you dropped a shoe. Um, so it wasn't, it was, uh, overall, I took a big old L and I'm just going to hold it in my hands. Um, yes. hold, it in your, hold it in your left hand now. In my tiny little powerless hands. <sighs> oh, uh, sorry. Mental health update. That's it. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing better. I'm. I'm. Um, you know, it's a process. If after a week I were like everything's great, it's usually a sign you're not doing the work. So I'm doing the work, and it's yeah. um, it's not fun to do, but it um, whatever. I think part of your work should be logging into our uh, our voice messaging inbox. Uh, and listening to all the messages that the people who listen to this podcast have left you. I signed in uh, today and it was like, you have 99 plus new voicemails. And I was like, holy cannoli. We Aww. do not usually get that many. They are all supportive. Uh, shout out to Mary Beth. My sister-in-law called and left a message and oh, it made me cry. Sweet. Yeah, it was really, it was really cute. Uh, you um, told me that last week and you told me this you said before we started recording that you had emailed me the login information which i didn't know because my work phone has been on airplane mode for seven days oh, wait i've been sending you emails oh i haven't seen a, a single one because okay. uh i just all the emails were not okay. good so i was avoiding it but that's okay. uh that's me admitting your responsibility not me being like why did you email me that's me being like i know my bad but uh if check it out doing- honestly it'll uh it'll get you nice and teary-eyed again okay 
I'm going to go with no emotion for the rest of the day, but maybe tomorrow I'll, if this is also me having to actively seek out compliments, which is the thing I can tell you right now, my brain's not going to do. Mm, okay. I'll just call you and put you on speakerphone and play everything. <laughs> okay. Back me into a corner. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, all right. We have a time limit today. So oh, yeah. I know you guys are annoyed when we make shorter podcasts, but A, my internet's acting really funny. And it might be because my boyfriend, who we love very much, used my ethernet cord once and broke it. And so it's like <laughs> dangling out of my laptop. So I have to get that fixed for next week. And also two, Ashley has a sick husband that she needs to take care of. So no, I'm going to pick up my kid from daycare. And also you have a sick, you also have a nursing. <laughs> yeah, I've got right. a pump. So she has to pump <laughs> so she can drink. So um oh, we before have, we, we I got it. We do have a piece of official pod business. Um Ashley, did you you seemed very excited to say it, so uh well it's this is just a tease. Sick. So this it's official not, pod tease. Yeah. So uh in October we're gonna try something new. And we're going to tell you about it on next week's pod. And it may or may not include a call to action. So if you wanted to like listen to the podcast when it came out, as opposed to like a couple days later, because there is like limited uh, availability, uh, you should do that. Really doing terribly at this. It. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. We're going to make an announcement about something that's time sensitive. So. Why can't we just make it now? Uh, because I don't think like the bit.ly link and everything is set up. It's in the email I sent you. Uh, ah, explain. <laughs> huh? It's okay. Okay. We have a couple more things we need to do to get it set up before we can, can tell we people to go to this link. What we're going to be saying so that then like, and then still give them the like next week, you definitely want to yes. listen on time. Yes, we can do that. We're going to do a live podcast. Woo! Uh, if you're thinking it's about time, same, but when you work at a company that's this big, they have like ways of doing stuff. So it's like, they're going to help us organize it and stuff. And so we're going to do a live podcast. And I assume that the link, having not read the email, uh, will be for you guys to be able to attend it. Yes. But there's yeah. a, there is a limited number of people who are allowed to attend. So you want to register, you have to like register in advance. But again, to be clear, you cannot register now. The Correct. link is not available now. But next week, we'll give... It just felt weird to be like, we're going to say a thing and you can't <laughs> do the thing. Just like we're going to do a live podcast and we're going to give you the link next week. So make sure you listen to next week's podcast when it comes out, not wait till the weekend. Correct. We'll probably address it early in the podcast. So if you don't have time, you can just like listen to the beginning and then listen to the rest later and then listen to it three more times on a different platform. Okay, today on the podcast... We're going to talk about sports, whatever, but then we're bringing back one of our favorite segments that we haven't done in a very long time. And I, I see that you've named it. Actually, I did. The yeah, I did. Mascot battle. I don't know battle? that that was like agreed upon battle. You got to say um, it like that. Yeah. Okay. Mascot battle. <laughs> it's better. Grand Prix. Um, but in it, we're doing a mascot battle where we take the mascots of the uh, major league baseball teams in the playoffs and decide who's going to win based solely on a fight a hypothetical fight between their mascots. Um, we will spend the majority of our time on that, I think, because, you know, you can't breeze through that and go no. quickly. No. Do you need a second for whatever's happening? No. What's going Steve on here? Steve came in to get his computer. We're good now. 
another just shooting each other looks it's an it's a it's an audio medium so let me explain what's happening ashley is giving a she's smiling which i know is why something's wrong because she doesn't normally just full teeth smile and shooting (laughs) dagger looks to the left and the right at somebody just off camera Uh, he's gone. So we're, we're going to get to all that in a second, but first, today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. So Ashley, I, dare I ask, because these are getting worse and worse mm. every week, but how mm. do you want me to tell people about DraftKings? Can you tell us about DraftKings as if you're somebody who like really struggles with putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable? What was the movie that nobody saw, but that had the line in the trailer that was like, you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. And everybody still says that to this day, but I can't name what the movie is. Let's that feels like it. a good question for Troy. Emphasis on the wrong movie quote. See? View from the top. Have you ever even heard of that movie? No, but I know the quote. It's from Mike Myers. Who says it? I've never in my life, Gwyneth Paltrow and Mike Myers were in a movie together. About what? Putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. We might need a, a book a book report on that movie next week. Oh, <laughs> you, no. you might have to watch it and let us know what it's about. Okay. Well, look, I liked So I Married an Axe Murderer. I've been a fan of Mike Myers' vehicles. Maybe on a plane, it'll be a great vehicle. I don't know. Who's to say? We'll find out. <laughs> I uh, my minimum. <laughs> Because I said it fast and it caught you off guard. This is kind of a good segue into a conversation I had the other day where technically halftime with the emphasize the way we put on it is incorrect. It should be halftime. And I think we should all start calling it halftime. What? Because it's like we've reached halftime. We are halfway through. We are at the halftime. So it's like it's halftime, not half. It's not time for a half. It's half time. Like, I'm going to cut these cookies in half. I'm going to cut the time in half. So it's half time. Right. Half cookie. Right. Half time. Half time. The emphasis would be on cookie. Half time. If you have a a half of something, you put the emphasis on the thing. You're like, it's half cup. You don't say half cup. You say half cup. Is the glass half empty or half full? It's half time. Half full, half empty. It's not. I think just raising your hand though does. Emphasis. Emphasizing the emphasis. Are you drunk? No. This is the most sober I've been for this podcast in like six weeks. So maybe that's what's happening. Uh, All right, football. There are some teams that are good. Yeah. Who's good? Because that's always the thing at the beginning of NFL season that we forget that we are like. Huh, the Chiefs Chiefs are really good. I feel like there are a lot of teams that are three and oh, and the Chiefs are already somehow like six and oh. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It doesn't seem fair. It's they're just not they're not on the same level as anyone else in the league. Which bills the bills are actually good, but I appreciate that they're doing it in a billsy way. Mm. What is a billsy way? Well, like they almost blew that game, Mm -hmm. but then they didn't. Yeah. At least it's not like, wait, I don't recognize these bills. It's like, oh, no, I see them. They're just coming out on the right side of it more often than they used to. Mm-hmm. That's good. The Steelers are pretty good. The Steel- I mean, the Steelers 
I felt like could have lost pretty much every game that they've played this season, but like, again, found a way to win. Right. You know what I mean? Which sometimes those are the teams that after three weeks you start to see them go down. Yeah. I mean, no, certainly not. The Steelers won't. They're going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have, those games have been stressful to watch. I will Mm -hmm. say. Uh, The Titans are also pretty good. Yeah. I feel like I haven't actually watched a Titans game, but every time I see a score, I'm like, for real? But they had, uh, they had a, uh, Seahawks look good too. Yes. Which is like finally, you know, I feel like they've been waiting for a minute now. Well, they finally let Russ cook and it's like, oh, he can cook. Who knew? <laughs> I wonder what he was good at this. They're going to make this into a, a cooking show, aren't they? Yeah, probably. Like eventually he'll do a segment that's like, let Russ cook and it's him cooking and we can see but, what he can make. I'd say they'll probably make it in this sports center commercial. Hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> Uh, the Packers are good. I feel like every off season people forget about the Packers and then they're always reminded like, Oh yeah. Aaron Rodgers is really good. The Packers are really good. Logically a, like your brain is like Aaron Rodgers can't do it again. He's got to regress at some point. And then B they're always introducing arguments or drama between Rodgers and his coach. There's always that narrative that they don't get along and it's not fixable. But it sure seems like whatever was wrong with them last year between the coach and Aaron Rodgers is now, guess what? Relationships get stronger as they, um, as they age. And so um, they seem to be doing just fine. I think it's that people just don't want them to continue to be good. Yeah, I think that's fair. And then, the- so, but then the Bears is a question mark. I genuinely saw this. I saw the bears on that list and I was like, pardon me? Say what now? Well, because they're, well, it's something you should be very familiar with. mm -hmm. Is the Nick Foles effect. Yes. I I mean, yes. Obviously now more than ever, I see Nick Foles coming in and and winning games and BDN back in our lives and i'm so happy for him i just didn't realize that the bears had won their first two games <laughs> i didn't know that they did that mm-hmm. um you so you watching nick Foles play mm-hmm. again for the bears yep do you as an eagles fan mm-hmm. as you watch <clears throat> whatever carson wentz is doing do Not you play quarterback do you feel I'm I'm interested to know your feelings on this topic because when this happened originally, when it was like, what do we do? Do we stick with the guy who just won us the Super Bowl or do we go with the guy that we had this major investment in? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think you can get rid of Nick Foles, knowing full well they were going to and that you have to make that decision. Right. It just seemed like something that would be pretty tough. And so I'm just very curious to hear your open, unfiltered thoughts about it. I mean, it's also it's also hard when you have Jalen Hurts on the bench. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it, I will not pretend to know enough about watching football to identify like when an interception is explicitly on the quarterback making a bad throw and when it's on Jason Peters being super tired and like playing like crap. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, is that really good coverage? Did the receiver run the wrong route? Did 
Wentz have a bad throw? Did he not get protection? Like what's going on? And I've seen, except for the first half of the first game, the Eagles just haven't looked good. In addition, there's a ton of injuries, like so many injuries. And like, he doesn't have a lot of great options to throw to, to be honest. And I am not ready to mail it in on Wentz. Um, I am happy for Nick Foles. I really am. I want him to go out and crush, give that man anything that he wants, as long as, you know, it's not against the Eagles. But I, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's always controversy when you have a good viable quarterback on your bench and your starter is struggling. I will say I do trust Doug Peterson. It is challenging right now in this moment, but I trust him and they're in practice and they know who looks better in practice and like who hopefully knows the entire playbook coming up. But like, I don't know enough to make that call. Do I wish they were playing better? Yeah. Do I also feel like maybe I brought this on myself when I said I just wanted to be middle? You know, I didn't want to be super happy. I didn't want to be sad. I just want to be middle. And then they tie? Yes. I mean, I do think this is my fault. <laughs> I mean, well, that is just <laughs> my fault. Um, but it's it's hard and it's not fun to watch. And now Bell like, Goddard is injured. Yeah. I mean, he went out in the game and it's like, well, balls, you know? <laughs> sure. Stinks. Um, but yeah, I, I want him to play better. I'm not, I'm not going to bench him right now. And I mean, mm-hmm. also, I mean, if you put in Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts has a bad game, even though fans aren't in the stadium with a fan base like that, it is difficult to bounce back from that. And yeah. go, and then you might have a Bill O'Brien situation that we've seen before where he just is like, I'm going to play this one, one game and this one, the next game. And then this one, the next. And you're like, you got to pick one. Somebody yeah. needs the confidence. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think that's the move. Like, Jalen Hurts was getting more snaps um, in the Bengals game, obviously, than he has in, in the first two weeks. And I'm on board for that. Like, it's switch smart. it up, put in different looks, give him some reps. You know what I mean? I'm 100% on board, but I don't, I'm don't. i not pulling Wentz as a starter yet. Yeah, because, I mean, if you pull him as a starter, then you're admitting you made the wrong choice before. Well, it's Maybe. not – I go ahead, Chad. And you kind of owe him a lot of money. Yes, there's that uh, little if, side if go, note. If you go to Spot Track, you'll see what you owe it. Oh, Spot Track. <laughs> you mean Spo Track? I do. I don't necessarily even think that's why. I think. Uh, I think Doug Peterson truly, and this is based on nothing but my own opinion. I think Doug Peterson genuinely thinks Wentz gives us gives the team a best chance to win. I'm not so, saying that they that those two things can both be true. Yeah. Like that yeah, can right. be knowing that it's we chose him, we must stick with him, and he gives us the best chance to win. Yeah. Like it could be a little bit of both. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're going to Hurts, like you said, you're destroying confidence. So like you need to make sure and it's here's the thing. It's not like the NFC East is like running away, someone's running away with the division. Everyone in that division it's a is division crap. full of football teams, but only one named football team. <laughs> I mean, I'd say air quotes football teams. Everybody in that division sucks. So like you got some time to let them work it out while the rest of the Jaylen team continues to get injured. <laughs> what did you say? Who knows if Jalen's even ready to play too? Like shortened off season for him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, I will say that is the most angry I've ever heard Scott Hansen, uh, like the most disgusted he's ever been at a game. He had very like 
you're punting for a tie, for a tie. get this game off of my screen yeah like what a again i'm one of those people that i'm i'm an um i'm a sports fan but i'm never like should they do that and feel confidently that they shouldn't have? I'm like, there's got to be some advanced analytics thing I don't know about that this is the right call right now. But when I saw them punting, I'm like, what? They were playing and not then, to lose. Yeah, that which is... made me want to vomit. At least try a Hail Mary. I don't know. But it both just... teams, both teams didn't care. Like it yeah. was pretty wild. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Let's move on. How about the Pats? Though we should, this is they got that this win. Is we just we got to get about. to the mascot battle. So okay. we gotta. Thanks for you saying know. it properly. Pats won. Uh, Pats won. Rex Burkhead, three touchdowns. I hate every running back on the Patriots. Yeah, but anybody who purposes. plays fantasy football is like, I got a Patriots running back, but he's basically going to stay on my bench every week. When I start him, he will score no touchdowns. When I don't start him, he'll score three. That's why I've never, I love the Patriots. I've never drafted a Patriots running back because yeah. I know that I'll just leave them on my bench or agonize over the decision every week. Yep. Is that a thing that happened to you? No. Oh. It just, it's to see it reinforced. I, come on. We know I got Swifty as my running back. I'm going to say hate is a very strong word. Also, you're in one of those famous one running back leagues. So, no, of course, since no, I know I you have Swifty, you couldn't possibly. <laughs> um, Yeah, the Patriots won. Cam Newton looked great, showing up to the game. Um, And then he turned into a meme because Nikhil Harry said something to him. But I don't think we know what he said. No, I haven't seen an update on what it is, but boy, was that a funny video. He like slid down the bench He's and like, onto the yeah. ground. Yeah. Uh, also found out that his nickname for Bill Belichick is Dollar Dollar Bill. It's so great. It is really, really He's strong. Making the Patriots so much more fun to root for. <laughs> I would argue they've been this fun the whole time, but all right, I'll take it. That'd be a short Katie talk. He's very charismatic, that Cam Newton. He really and fun is. to watch. Um, what else? Sucks to be a Falcons fan. I feel oh really my bad god. for them. Oh my god. Watching them do it again when you're screaming, don't do it again. Don't do this again. <laughs> and you know, if you were to break it down and like really look at it, it's very different. This was a game where they had Mitch Trubisky playing. They were playing against Mitch Trubisky and then it became Nick Foles, which changes things. It's like a second half that's actually different. Or I don't know if it was the half or the third quarter when they benched him. Like it, it is a change that could lead to a change in the score. Whereas before the Falcons were just playing the exact same team from the beginning to the end and falling apart in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, but it must be so frustrating to be a Falcons fan, which I know we already knew, but the consistency with which they're falconing this year (laughs) is remarkable. Yeah. Um, and I will say, I think that Kyle Shanahan caught almost too much of the heat from the Super Bowl collapse to the Patriots because clearly some of it fell on other people's shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't know what's up there, but the uh, Falcons are the first team in NFL history to lose back-to-back games in which it led by 15 or more points in the final period, which I assume is quarter. That's that's not good. And I want to say they've led all three games at half. Oh, at, for sure at the half. Yeah. I don't know about but, the third quarter. Yeah, like that's just that city is just tortured in sports in general. In a way that, like, you can be a tortured sports fan just because your team loses a lot. Like, the yeah. way they lose yeah, is, like, 
you showed you could do it and then stopped doing it. Like, why? <laughs> just keep doing it. Or maybe that's the thing. Maybe they just keep doing it and everyone's like, you have to change your game plan yeah. as it goes. I don't know if it's like their inability to Adjust. think on the fly or what, but that is so frustrating. Um and gives any team going forward, if you're playing the Falcons and you're losing at the half, you're like, it's okay. I'm actually not dejected. So it's going to have a ripple effect where teams are going to be like, that's okay. We're still in this thing. Let's go get them. We'll smirk <laughs> it up. You're giving them locker room material, <laughs> bulletin board material. Uh, one piece of really good news I was excited about, when the football team played the Browns, oh it God. was... <laughs> It was the first time there was a woman represented like in all aspects of the game. So Jennifer King is on Washington staff and Kaylee Brownson is the chief of staff um, in Cleveland. And then Sarah Thomas was a down judge. So there was mm -hmm. a woman like on each team and in, in the referee squad. And that was the first time that's ever happened, which is cool. It's cool. There's also a cynical part of me that's like, we don't have to make a big deal every time this happens. It's why it won't just ever like things when progress has been made is when you don't have to be like, this is the first time this has happened. Another cynical part of me is like, all right, chief of staff, let's get an act. Like I want more. Yeah. I'm selfish. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also recognize that's super cool and awesome. Just like that moment at the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Like when there was a female coach, like that's awesome and great. And I actually read an article. I started reading an article today on the athletic about the Titans and what they did to try to get, um, more female coaches onto their staff. So I do feel like progress is being made and that's very exciting, but I just don't want us to celebrate, you know, a lead in the first quarter. I think we should celebrate once we're, once we win, we don't want to Falcon this is what I'm yeah, saying. Certainly don't. Uh, the Browns at two and one first time they've had a winning record since 2014. That's nuts. That's insane. <laughs> 2014. I was a different woman. <laughs> were you a woman or were you just a child like, true i uh i had hope <laughs> i believed in people i thought people mostly were always trying to do their best and now i'm just like this place sucks and everybody sucks so what um mm. that's a different time yeah six that's years crazy. ago i traveled and i had hobbies Huh. Also, when your winning record is two and one, it's like, that's not even that. I'm not saying that's not hard, but it's not like that hard. Sorry. They couldn't even win the first game of the year the last six years. I know. <laughs> that's not nice to laugh. Was no, it I'm how many years ago? Because the years all blur together now. When they got Odell, was that two seasons ago or a season ago? This is his second year. Oh, damn, that's so crazy. It feels like long enough that it should be two years ago, but it does feel like it was a year ago. Either way, that first game, when it was like, we got Odell, we're the Browns, baby, and then they lost. And it was like, mm. well, yeah, well, so um, that's happening. Who was the our voicemail caller last week who asked the, the Jersey question? Because you think I'm gonna remember his name? I didn't even remember his name then. I was so spaced out. I was thinking today was Saturday. You think I can remember what his name was? <laughs> Shout out to him. Curse was reversed. 49ers crushed the Giants. But don't forget, this was something we discussed. Mm -hmm. They still won the game that he discovered the curse. Yes. So, so we don't know if the curse is reversed because but did more people get injured? I don't think so. I feel like one did, but maybe they just are all already out. They're all blurring together. 
just to recap, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, D Ford, Debo Samuel, Richard Debo Samuel was in the offseason, right? Uh Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa, and Solomon Thomas. That is it's a hell of a team. An insane team of people <laughs> that aren't playing. <laughs> oh boy, that was fun. Um also interesting though, the Niners played the Giants last week and the Jets this week and in between didn't fly all the way back to um to California is the name of that state. Uh yep. they stayed in West Virginia to keep the, you know, stay in the same time zone situation. Why West Virginia? I assume it's cuz they need to find playing and training space and that was like a a place that was available to them. Okay. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Um they out of New York. Uh, it's also the, the resort is endorsed by Phil Mickelson. So, oh, okay. You know, you can sort on, uh, on TripAdvisor, you can sort based on like, did Phil Mickelson sign off on this? And those are all five stars. So, uh, the Rams though, I don't know if they went all the way back home. I think they did. They didn't stay here and look how their day went. It just feels like an interesting argument for like when you play on the opposite coast and then you play on the opposite coast again. Mm. Um, you should stay put. I don't know. I thought you'd find that more interesting than you did. Uh, the Bucks <laughs> I think beat it's the Broncos. The Phil Mickelson element that really kept him over. That's what really popped for me. Uh, the Bucks beat the Broncos. The only thing that I cared about from that game was the South Park characters in the stands. Yeah. Did you see that? It I was- did. Like, it was very funny. If I was trying to think, like, if I were in charge of filling a stadium with, like, cutouts of, like, a show or movie, like, which one would you pick? Which characters would you pick? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I'm not, like, a super fan of any movie. Like, I feel like you're going to say Star Wars. No, I was actually thinking, uh... Like seeing superheroes like the MCU or even maybe DC and how expand it, be inclusive. Mm. Like seeing a bunch of superhero cutouts would be fun. Yeah. Or like the devil wears Prada. What? what I would like to see that? I would like to see the cast of the devil wears Prada. <laughs> just there's like six people in one little section. Look, Ashley, just be don't show your ignorance. Okay. You just asked her the question, she answered it. Yeah, thank you. Just because yeah. you're not a fan of one of the greatest movies ever made. Um mm. doesn't mean that you need to share your negativity with us in this space. Okay. okay? So I would fight for the cast of the Devil Wears Prada. So that's uh, Anne Hathaway. Yep. Glenn Close. Yep. Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian Grenier. Yep. Others. Stanley Tucci? Probably. If not, let Question. him come anyway. Okay, Invite so Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Put him in a luxury five. box. Give me Sarah Jessica Parker, just tangentially. Oh, okay. That's great. And okay. The rest of the Sex and the City cast are just sure. Like, Focus cast. Yeah. Fill in a stadium with the Devil Wears Prada. The Devil Wears Prada is sports. And can so I, Can I have Ocean's thirteen cast? Tag sure. I I don't see why not. Ashley, is this okay with you? Which oceans I mean, is that? Everybody gets their own stadium, so yeah, you guys that fill it. With, is that the one with Kate Blanchett? I don't know. There was Oceans eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then I think eight. What was the famously female one? Eight. 
Oh, I see. You didn't choose that one. Well, because I wanted the most people. Okay. Julie and now Roberts. again, Ocean, in it. Ocean's Thirteen is You're one token girl, Katie. Aren't you excited by that? Woman. Ocean's Thirteen. Those cutouts would be Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon, and some other people. Wow. wow. You're only in this for the Robert. You didn't even say Andy Garcia. I forgot. Oh, Travis, we got to work on that. If you're going to stand for an unrelated movie, you have to have you have to have <laughs> I your did, shit I had to name all 13. You can't just sleep your way to the you top on this podcast. That's the one movie you picked. Yes. You yeah, specifically you picked an ensemble cast and couldn't name anybody from it. Two seconds ago, I defended you, Katie. Now you're attacking me. I don't know I'm not attacking you. I'm asking you to be I'm, better. I'm, it's I'm not personal. It's, it's I'm asking you to be better. Constructive criticism. What about the cast of... He's just not that into you. Featuring names such as Scarlett Johansson in a pool. Um, yeah, I forgot. Uh, she Drew Barrymore. Is she? Pull up the cast list, and I'm going to try to guess them off the top of my head, and let's see how many I get right. Sports. Uh, I believe Drew Barrymore is the girl that he's just not that into. I think they all are. The guy she's crazy about. I, my brain keeps saying Justin Long, but I it don't is. think no, it, it is. is. I'm, not, I'm not looking at the list, but I'm confident that it's just. But that's not with Drew Barrymore. That's the girl who, the woman who is in um, Once Upon a Time. Oh, I forget. Jillian something. Justin Long is in there. Is yeah. there a Jillian with a G? He's frozen anyway. I'm not seeing it. Okay. Um, well, Bradley Cooper. Yep. Um, who's the... Who does Scarlett Johansson friend from? Bradley Cooper. Gigi? There's a Gigi in the movie. Is it like Jill, Jillian Goodwin? Good Jen- Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what that's it is. Right. And then there's a what? Oh, oh, Jennifer Aniston. She's yep. in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Beth. And she's with. Is it Bradley Cooper? I think. No, that's the one with the dark hair. That's um. Gosh, what's her name? She's she's like the austere one who finds him smoking. What is her name? Oh, what's she in? I I'm, I can't. Is think. it Jennifer Connelly? No. Yes. But she's in the movie. Yes. What? Go. That's what What's is. happening right now? <laughs> Sports content you need. Um I saw this movie. Uh, we had a quote unquote happy hour at Hofstra, which was like on, I don't even remember which day now must've been Friday, but who knows they would just, you, if you brought a cup, any size cup, you could just fill that beer, that with beer for free for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. We did that, got hammered and then went and saw this movie. <laughs> e from Entourage is in it. What's his name? Oh, it's Kevin Connolly. Yes. He's in it. Right. No relation to Jennifer. The guy that Scarlett Johansson friend zones, right? Uh-huh. You're remembering plot points that I don't recall. I'm just <laughs> randomly pulling names out of the ether. Is that all the famous people or is there more? Chris Christopherson's in this movie. I'm all about it now. No, you should watch it. It's definitely worth your time. You that really kicked off that kicked off that trend of movies that had unrelated storylines but a bunch of famous people. Like, didn't they do like New Year's Eve or like Father's Day? It was just like these are just 
vignettes yeah. but with the most famous people in the world. Yeah, yeah pretty much. All right. Good good sidebar. Uh, Chiefs-Ravens last night. Oh, Cowboys-Seahawks on Sunday, too. The Seahawks won. That was a good game. Yeah. TK Metcalf um, did showboating. Yeah. We had the ball knocked out of his hands before he uh... – That Every time that happens. Why? You're like, don't do that. There was some game, of course, I don't remember which, uh, where a rookie was like way – had plenty of space, so he kind of did it. But he got in. And I was like, man, that's one of those moments that you drop that ball. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't drop it. It was knocked out of his – it was a little different. He just it is. Running. It's different, but at the same time, if they have enough time or the ability to – if it's possible they could knock the ball out of your hand, don't – Agree. Slow down. Celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Seems pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, much like my decision to put the cast of Devil Wears Prada into the stands. Chiefs Ravens was a great game. Patrick Mahomes, who we will only call Patrick and have only called Patrick on this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's just too good, man. He's too good and he's too young. It's like, what, like, is this just, am I just going to continue to be in awe for the next decade plus? I guess. Yeah. Get used to it. I guess so. Like that's, that's what I felt like watching the chiefs was just, that's exactly it. Get used to it. Cause like who, who is going to stop them consistently? It's just mind blowing. Yeah. Also, Eric Fisher is the fun stat. Became the first overall pick to catch a touchdown since Keyshawn Johnson. That's crazy. Are people not taking receivers number one ever? No. Yeah. Not a lot of pass catchers going up top. Yeah. Pretty yeah. exciting. And then the big bad news, um, which there's actually been an update on since we've started recording, uh, the Titans have closed their practice facility because of some positive COVID tests. Uh, there were three players and five non-players who tested positive. And so they are going to close. This is per Diana Rossini. You want to give credit where it's due. So they closed her. I think she got newly, married. Newly married. Can I tell you something? Uh-oh. I got a text. <laughs> I got a text um, from Diana Rossini on Saturday at 8.30 in the morning. So I'm getting married today. You get mad when I don't tell you things. <laughs> That's all it said? Yeah. <laughs> Covering her bases, I respect it. Hi, I'm just letting you know I'm getting married today, so you're not going to bitch about it later when you see that I get married and I didn't tell you. Which is like being a good friend in the worst way <laughs> of like, you're so annoying that if you don't get told, you're going to be sad. So don't be sad. I'm obligatory telling you, but I'm not going to respond to any of your texts. And I didn't invite you to the live stream. So have a good day, I guess. Good thing she so, didn't email it to you. My relationship with Diana remains a question mark. I think we're very good friends. And then that happens. And I'm like, I am very happy for you. Maybe she did email it to you, honestly. You should Maybe. check. <laughs> the thing is, when I go to bed, I listen to a podcast. And I take a really, 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 really long time to fall asleep. Once I'm out, I'm out. But I take a very long time to fall asleep. So I listen to like, an. I set my alarm or my uh, sleep timer on my podcast for like an hour. Or sometimes I'll get like an hour and a half podcast, like an episode of The Dollop. And I'll be like sleep timer when this episode ends but i sleep next to a person who is a very very light sleeper so i know it would be rude to just like have my podcast playing in the room so i turn the volume all the way down to one bar and i put it underneath my pillow if 
but I also sleep next to a hypochondriac who thinks that if I put my phone under my pillow for that long, I'll get cancer from the airwaves or whatever. So I have to put my phone on airplane mode before I put it under my pillow. And then I wake up in the morning and I sometimes forget to take it off airplane mode. And so I did a day of that, took it off airplane mode, saw all the garbage on it, and then was like, I'm going to leave this on airplane mode. And then I did. But now I'm seeing that I've made a mistake. Either way, Diana, good friend slash enemy of mine, um, reported this. She's either an acquaintance or my best friend. (laughs) Um, She, uh, what'd you just say? So she's not that. That's she's either acquaintance or a good friend. Okay, I'm sorry I offended you. She reported. She's a great reporter either way, and she found out this Titans news. So what I've seen since then, what they said at first was out of an abundance of caution, the organization decided to work remotely today as we follow NFL protocols related to COVID-19 virus. Several tests have come back positive, and we're working through the process of confirming them. So two things. The NFL had that issue with false positives earlier before the season started. So that's already a question mark of like, are these even real positives? So I'm sure they're confirming that. And then the facilities were closed until Saturday, but it was just announced. And I don't want to complain about an ESPN app, but I got a pop-up notification and I clicked on it. And then the app was just frozen, which happens all the time. So I could not give you more information, but they are going to, they're intending to play their game on Sunday. The Titans. Um, What's Today's Tuesday? I guess there's enough time between. But if you're not allowed in the facility until Saturday, that feels. I was watching a, a um, I was watching a thing, an interview with Aaron Rodgers, and he was talking about it. And they were like, "What um, would that affect you if you couldn't practice all week? Like, would that have an actual effect on the game on Sunday?" And he, it was a Pat McAfee podcast, and he was like, "Yeah." Absolutely. Because like even the walkthroughs of like different looks, like my eyes need to see what I'm going to see that weekend. And like it would set me back significantly if we didn't practice. So um, what happens if they go like Tom Brady style and just go to high school and practice like the offense on their own accord? I don't I don't know. Um, I feel like you're the one who's supposed to know. Uh, (laughs) I thought you were the insider and Ashley was the, the analyst. I think we're both supposed to be analysts. Like I'm an NBA expert, so this isn't really my purview, you know. Oh Sorry. yeah, NBA, That's right. I thought you said NDA. I'm like, what? Um, I can't disclose that, but yes, that too. So obviously, they played the Vikings on Sunday. So then the Vikings, the Vikings. Yeah. Well, and then the Vikings. So the Titans played the Steelers, right? Who do the Vikings mm-hmm. play? The Texans. That feels like those teams could also be affected. Uh, certainly we've seen that in other leagues. Um, I'm trying to read right now what these leagues. They could be postponed. I feel like we're just going to have to wait and see. They, they said it was, they came out today and said it was, they're planning to play. See, the NFL is like a freight train. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. Like people thought it's like, good. oh, the NFL draft is going to get like moved down. They're like, no, like they just go. Okay. It also is funny that public health officials say it could take five to seven days for an infection to register in a test. So they just decided to take to lowball that to be like, we'll take five. So Saturday (laughs) could be seven. You're supposed to take seven, but then they'd have to miss. Yeah. The game. We'll Um, see. 
yeah, I can now I cannot find this article that popped up on my phone, but I see that uh, there was a graphic from the NFL protocols, which explains what they're doing now. Um, Cause you know, they're wearing those trackers, right? They have trackers now that are like, you're within this many feet of this person for this long. So it's supposed to help with contact tracing. I forgot about those. Like those COVID Fitbits. Yeah. Yeah. Unfit bits. It's going to be with sick bits, but unfit bits is so much better. Sick bits is kind of funny. (laughs) Um, I'm not reading this whole graph, but it is whatever. I guess we're just going to have to see, but I think you're right. It is a freight train. Um, And we just have to trust that they're going to do it. Is this uh, a good time to also talk about Notre Dame? <laughs> Feels like it is. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and get it in there. Uh, so Notre Dame uh, had 18 positive tests. They announced Monday 18 positive tests in the latest round of COVID-19. And then Travis told me before we started recording, there was an update on where they think the source of that came from. Did Travis, yes. Travis would you like to share? <laughs> so they... Uh their last game they got together and had like a team meal together and apparently just didn't like practice social distancing or something because that's where like the spread started and then a kid got sick and threw up on the sideline they, they thought he was dehydrated and well he was throwing up covid oh no on the sideline actively so, during like, a game two, throwing two up players, covid is a funny so two players got everybody sick all right. I thought, I mean, these are college kids. I thought you were, cause you guys were smirking. Like they did something wildly irresponsible. I thought for sure you guys were going to be like, and after the dinner, they played beer pong and drank oh out of each God. other's cups. Well, no, that's like Purdue had like, I think 13 non-fall athletes get in trouble for a party at a like on-campus house. Man. So that's bad. <laughs> and look, here's the thing to remember, because I think you're going to hear a lot of people who are very invested in these seasons continuing start to say things like, well, these kids got better and they're fine. Um, and that may happen because we've seen that mostly it's like older or immunocompromised people who are like gravely affected. But even the people who are healthy, it's a terrible experience that may end. It doesn't, that doesn't take into consideration that to stop a virus so that we can all go back to normal, we just need to get the numbers down. And every time a kid gets it, a college kid, an adult who's healthy, the number, the virus is still alive. Like it, it, we need to like restrict its oxygen, hypothetically, and like give it nowhere to live and then it will die. Um, we don't know yet about people who have it maybe getting it again. Like we still are studying that from what I've last heard. Uh, but it's like this thing dying is is of tantamount importance to our society at this point. And so every person that gets it could give it to more people. It keeps this virus alive within our population. So I know that a lot of people will be like, who cares? They're fine. Um, a, they might not be long term. And B, it's beside the point, if they're fine or not, we're trying to kill the virus. Also, PSA, go get your flu shots. They're really important this year. I don't want to. I know. I wasn't got one before. Oh, my God. (sighs) So years ago, because you guys know I'm deathly afraid of needles, 
So why, do you, why do you look sad? I'm just frustrated. Um, years ago, I'm afraid of needles, and they were like, now the flu shot comes in a nasal spray. And I was like, sick. I, lo- I can do a nasal spray. That's nothing. Um, I, I'm full disclosure. I don't know if it's changed since then. And this was probably like six years ago, maybe more. The Browns are two and one. When they say, <laughs> when they say nasal spray, they mean cold goo that just post nasal drips down the back of your throat. Like it was a terrible experience. So uncomfortable of like, argh, argh, argh. And you feel it, and it's like sweet, and it it was awful. Um, and so the next time I just got the shot, I was like, "Screw it, I'm not doing that again." Um, so I don't recommend it unless it has now gotten better because it was so. Like, why did you think this was better? Just give it to me in a syrup, then I don't understand oh, how the body works. Take a um, shot, but like a, a yes, drink I shot. Yes, I would gladly take a shot oh, over 100%. a shot. Yeah, I've trust me, I have yeah, I've drank worse. Um also Joe Montana. (sighs) Yeah. So I saw this headline on Sunday that was like Joe Montana breaking. Joe Montana thwarts a home a child abduction by like with his wife wrestling his grandchild away from an intruder. And I was like I don't know what happened, but I didn't want to look into it because I'm like, maybe we'll do a thing on the pod about it. And sometimes being uninformed allows Ashley to like play a game with me, mm-hmm. but we don't have a game. So I have the article open here. Um, yeah, I'm equally uninformed on this one. So it was a nine month old child slumbering peacefully. This is according to NPR um, in the living room. When a woman entered the house in Malibu, California, took the child out of a play plan, playpen <laughs> and held the child in her arms. Uh, the woman, who was later identified as a 39-year-old, whose name I don't have to say, took the child upstairs uh, where the Montanas confronted her. Took the child upstairs? That's like in nope. a horror movie when you run upstairs. Like, if you want to get out, get out. Yeah, why? Keep reading. I have questions. Um, they asked her to give the child back, both of the Montanas. She refused. Uh, a tussle ensued according to the sheriff's department. And Mrs. Montana was able to safely, excuse me, Mrs. Montana was able to safely pry the child out of the suspect's arms. The woman fled. Joe Montana flagged down the sheriff's deputies patrolling the area. What? Oh, they live in Malibu. They must just have cops driving up and down the street. Everybody okay here? Everybody doing good? Everybody's okay so I can make this joke. He was able to flag the cop down because he had his sketchers on to go run and get the cop. <laughs> he was uh, does he shaped wear shape-ups? Up. Yeah, he's got a nice tush after chasing down the sheriff. Also, I genuinely love sketchers, but please keep going. That's for your own private time. <laughs> um, so uh, after a search, deputies found her in a nearby house and arrested her. No word on whether it was her house or not. Nobody was injured. It wasn't immediately clear if she has an attorney. I'm going to say she probably doesn't. Um, and now I have an issue. What they, is it? The headline was that Joe Montana foiled this kidnapping, and it sounds like Jennifer did all the work. Yeah. Jennifer probably did. Mrs. Montana. A tussle ensued, and Mrs. Montana was able to safely pry the child out of the suspect's arms. Now, to go to go backwards, the baby was sleeping in a playpen downstairs 
the intruder came in and took the baby upstairs to confront them? Was the child just unattended in the living well, room? Well, first of all, you're adding confronting them. I don't think she was going upstairs to confront them. I would assume, and it is an assumption, the mm-hmm. woman may not be mentally stable. Got it. And uh, maybe just was taking the child upstairs as if it were her home or her child. I don't know. Okay. Uh, also, since it's their grandchild, the parents could have been downstairs somewhere. Maybe somebody stepped away to the bathroom. I don't want to call anybody like a bad parent and say they were like neglecting this child. I, I don't know what happened. And I don't think that's necessary or helpful. As a parent, you know that like you could probably take anything. Like there's dog things with me where I'm like, if anybody took this one moment, you could be like, is she a terrible dog owner? And it's like, yeah. no, she had to pee and the dog was right. She had to bring the dog in with her. Mm-hmm. Not a pattern of behavior. It's not a, any sort of judgment on me as a dog parent. Decisions were made and maybe they were the wrong ones, but everybody turned out okay. <laughs> um, well, I don't really know what happened here, but it sounds like to me, Joe Montana's getting a lot of credit for something he didn't do. Yeah. Tell him. Um, do we have any Tell other sports him. before we get to the fun stuff? Oh, Doc uh, Rivers was fired. Yeah, and weirdly, um, what I thought was the first, like the headline, not the headline, but they were like talking about who might replace him. And they were like, Ty Lue. And I was like, Katie has this theory that Ty Lue keeps getting a shot. And that was the first name they mentioned as a possible replacement. There's only so many names that are always in this machine of like, oh, well, you got a coaching vacancy, Mark Jackson. Ty Lu, and it's like, well, what? Doc one Rivers of the Van Gundy, Doc yeah. Rivers, like one, yeah, Van Gundy. <laughs> uh, but it's like, you know, Doc Rivers is Doc Rivers, who any team, I bet he'll get another job. And yeah. I know, I understand he's blown a lot of leads. I saw something like thirty-eight percent of all three-one leads in basketball history have been Doc Rivers' coach teams. That's insane. If it that's might, true, it might be like thirty-four percent. There was definitely a three. I forget the number that came after it. This is the sports podcast. Um, like it, that is crazy. And he's also blown, I think, three-two leads. Like he has. There's something there, but at the same time. I don't know. This is all very complicated to me. I obviously have uh, positive feelings towards Doc Rivers. I loved him as our coach, the Celtics coach. Um, it's just a, uh, it's just crazy. I think it just comes down to you. This team had such high expectations for them in the in the off season when they got Kawhi. That was like a national spectacle, and this team was supposed to go and do it, and uh, they didn't. And I don't think you can just run it back. Uh, And be like, we're going to try it again with all the exact same pieces, but this time it's going to work. But logically, that does make sense. It's this thing in sports where it's like, it does not make sense. Don't give us the same team that just failed. Um, When really it's like, maybe they just needed some time. Clearly one of the issues with the Clippers was chemistry and trust. Like they didn't seem to get each other as a team. It was like they were never greater than the sum of their parts. They never exceeded uh, as a team. They would have like individual performances, but they didn't seem to work well together. And that story about Paul George in the locker room after the loss being like, let's all stay together. Don't go anywhere. We just need some more time. And uh, I think it was the athletic that reported that like teammates were rolling their eyes when he said that because Paul George had such a terrible showing in the playoffs. 
that also just seems like if you, Ashley, if we're working on our show and you mess up like really badly and then you're like, we just need more time. If I rolled my eyes, that's like, this relationship is not strong. That's right. like, don't trust her. Did you see how poorly she played? There isn't anything to fall back on when they aren't crushing it. So it's like everybody on the team has to be their best at all times, or they're going to be looked at by the rest of the team as useless. And it's not that, that that's a chemistry issue and changing the lineup or changing the coach is seen as this like answer in sports and maybe it will be. And maybe the chemistry with the team being off is doc's fault. I don't know. But like logically to me, when it's like, we can't just run it back. It's like, that might actually be the answer to consistently yeah. keep a team, know what your weaknesses are, be more honest with yourselves and work on those instead of being like, nah, the problem was this guy, get him out, get a new guy in, which is probably related to the Ty Lue thing because Ty Lue seems like the kind of coach that's just like, you guys are good. Just go be good. And they're like, okay. I think my biggest issue with it is like the, the VORP or I guess VORK in this scenario. Like, is there anybody out there who's definitively yeah. going to be better than Doc Rivers? And I don't think so. Like, you know, like you can try Ty Lue, you can try Jeff Van Gundy, but like, I'm not, if you, if you say you're starting a team tomorrow and you're picking one of those three coaches, I'm picking Doc Rivers every day of the week. Like you could get like a Brad Stevens scenario where you take somebody out of college who is successful and hope that they're good in the MVA, in the MVA, which is another league that it plays is? basketball. I've never heard yeah. of that league. It's National Very Good Basketball Association. I missed um, a couple others, I think. <laughs> it's just it's hyphenated. Okay. Um, but like I I personally, as you know, the resident NBA expert would have been like, okay, have a conversation with doc. If you think chemistry and trust is the issue, bring in a team therapist. Everybody needs therapy and work on that. Just get better, get reps. Like, I think they have a team therapist. Isn't that a required thing now with the NBA? Didn't a couple of years ago, they came out with like every team has to have a mental health professional on staff. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And Paul George said in the bubble that he realized he was like struggling and he talked to somebody about it. You have to think, though, that Steve Ballmer went to Kawhi and uh, Paul because they've got short contracts and talked to them about what their thoughts are. And if they said, no, we want Doc there with their mm-hmm. future at Limbo after this, after the next year, that Steve Ballmer is going to kind of go, all right, maybe. That's a no, good point. Steve so, Ballmer's going to go, well, all right. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> think Steve these, Ballmer says. These owners <laughs> – they love in all their other ventures, they're always making changes and they can't really do anything with the players. That's what you need. So it's like, well, they have they a bunch like, of players who are up whose contracts but, are, or have options to leave. I think but the, like the, those aren't going to be like the splashy. So they, they feel like they got to make a move. So they're not just sitting idle. I feel like sometimes these owners just get bored and like, well, what can I do? Fire the coach. I know. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is an interesting wrinkle to think of like they had to, Kawhi had to sign off on getting rid of doc. But actually I'm a little upset as the resident insider that you didn't have this first and Woj somehow got it above you. I'm just, Oh, we're all disappointed. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just, I share it on different platforms. I'm not super active on Twitter, you know? What platform do you share this on? TikTok. Uh, Also in basketball, not important, but it's Heat Lakers in the (laughs) finals. Um, This house just took an L. 
Yeah. Two L's. The Nuggets lost. We know. The Nuggets <laughs> lost. The Celtics lost. Um, you know, they tried their best. They played hard. This Heat team is fun to watch. It's not a cool thing to say as a Celtics fan, but, um, you know. Uh, they are. Yeah, they're a fun team to watch. So it'll be interesting. Storylines are like, you know, playing against LeBron, playing against his old team, whatever Tyler Hero's about. You know, all that. How LeBron's been in 10 NBA finals. It's just nasty. The one year he missed was when he was injured. It's bonkers to me. Okay, but noted, worth noting, he's 1-8 and eight in game one of the NBA finals. The only mm. time he won the first game, he alone, as if it's just him out there, <laughs> uh, was in 2011 against the Mavs. That's so nuts. But they are favored to win. Game one and the series. Yeah. Did you see the Shaquille O'Neal stat? He's no. had a somebody has played in the finals since nineteen eighty five that he's been a teammate with. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Which speaks for to Shaq. Like, you forget that Shaq played for a couple of those teams. Yeah. Yes. He did bounce around there at the end. And he played with LeBron, so there's ten right there. Yeah, exactly. Um the Lightning won the Stanley Cup. That happened. It did. I um this is no disrespect to Tampa Bay cuz I have plenty of that. Um <laughs> I just was rooting for Dallas. Um I don't know. Something about that team bugs me. But That's fair. Congratulations to them. I think I feel like they always think they don't get any respect when it's like, yeah, you do. You have really good players. Also your goalie wears gigantic pads. Like the biggest pads. So, of course, and the you know, the bigger the pads, the more respect. So. Yeah. You know, he's got a heavy one. he looks he's got a heavy flow. And they <laughs> won a Stanley Cup like less than twenty years ago. So it's not like you've been this downtrodden organization. Yeah. That's You're not true. the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Seattle um, Storm. Can... Oh, I was, I know, I move on. on. Go ahead. Seattle Storm in the WNBA finals, awaiting the winner of Vegas, Connecticut, and they play uh tonight. Tuesday night. So there was a um, God, Katie, go ahead and reference a very specific tweet and tell people to go look it up as if they'll have any idea how to search what you're saying. But there was a video on the Phantom Cam. And I think the WNBA tweeted it out of a pass from uh, from Stewie to Sue, uh, and then Sue hit what looked like a three, but because it was so close up, you couldn't tell. So it might have just been for two, but it was just beautiful. I don't know if it's that camera. Or if it's the way they play, it was this gorgeous play. And they just looked so calm about it. <laughs> and I was just like, man, imagine just being that casually great. Like, yeah. it, just, it just comes to you naturally. Um, but I'm very excited. Stewie uh, dropped 31 on Sunday. I mean, do it to him, Stu. Yeah. My God. Is that I'm her excited. career high for playoff? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Amazing. Good for her. Good to see her bouncing back from the injury. Um, we can uh, fly through this. Uh, your down dash beat my pride. It was mm. really hard as it plays a very fresh pride fan watching them lose. Yeah, you have uh, lifelong. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, we get another chance to play mm-hmm. you guys. That's right. October, so we're going to come back. October, which is shockingly right around the corner. <laughs> very soon. My mom asked me what I was doing for Thanksgiving the other day. And I was like, mom, I don't know. That's so far away. She's like, it's really not. 
Yeah, that's a good point. My family wants to go out to Chicago because my brother just moved there. They want to go out to Chicago for Christmas. I'm that's because like, Julie's such a good cook. So I would honestly I mean, probably fantastic. consider it. My brother's wife, Julie, my sister-in-law, who's the best person. But And I want to go visit them. But I'm also like, my mom is like, are you going to be available in December? I'm like, first of all, I have no idea what the world's going to look like. Second of all, I don't know if I want to fly. No, I'm not getting on a plane. Just like, I'll, I'll give you a what? report then. What do you I mean? To fly, I have to fly in November, so I'll come back with the full report on like what, how it is. Okay. I just like, we don't need to, we've never traveled for a holiday other than like me going to Boston. Like we always are at home. And so now it's like, we all have to go to, I want to go visit them. I love them the most, but I'm also like, this doesn't make sense right now. Why are we doing this? So, but I didn't want to fight. So I just went, I'll look at my schedule. (laughs) That's what adulthood is, is like knowing that you have an opinion with a, in a conversation with your parents and instead just going, maybe we'll talk about it later. Just tell them to email you and you'll get, you'll take a look. <laughs> my other e- eight emails are working just fine. Look on my personal phone, my email, I have 12,959 unopened. That gives me anxiety. Me too. And so putting it on airplane mode keeps that number where it is instead of going up by a hundred every day. Just delete. Like I have deleted. I've, I have unsubscribed from emails that then I swear I still get the email. I have, I have, I have, too much um, work. I have subscribed to a service whose job it is to unsubscribe me from emails that are like automated. And even that didn't work, first of all. And second of all, would send me a weekly email (laughs) of all the unsubscribes that it unsubscribed me from. So then I had to unsubscribe from that. Like, I cannot get my email inbox to just be what I need. Like, when you go to the Super Bowl, you have to submit an email address and, like, all of this stuff about you for, like, a background check. But what they do is they sign your email address up for the press release stuff so that you get all necessary information regarding the Super Bowl. But then you get these press releases where people got your email from the Super Bowl list and they'll be like, new movie dropping. And you're like, I don't care, but it's not a subscribe. It's not anything with an unsubscribe button. Mm. It's coming from an actual person. I'm anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we can. I know you're probably really upset about it, so we don't have to dwell on it. The fact that LSU lost to Mississippi State. It's a tough year to be a lifelong LSU fan. Trav, uh, Trav, we don't clap. We don't celebrate other people's losses here. Okay. Oh, yes, we do. I mean, especially when they only lost because of the attendance restrictions. And <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, so that that's what the attorney general said. <laughs> Naturally, I don't think it's the attorney general. I think it's one of the attorneys general. The, oh, certainly. There's there's a lot of attorneys general. We just have to pick the right one. Just like uh, a lot of cheesy gorditas crunch. Um, baseball. Let's not Finally. even let's let's take a break and then we're gonna do the part that is worth listening to. Um, <laughs> next. Okay, can we play this game now? Yes. What is this game? I'm a, I don't even know what we're doing. Oh my oh. god, Travis, that's embarrassing. You're in for a treat. What kind of an expert are you? So, well, um, new to the pod. Well, first, can I say shout you out don't to? Have to be new to listening to it. That's true. Can I say shout out to at Stephen Leach, who was the one who pointed out on Twitter uh, that we haven't done this with baseball before? 
Which so. is shocking because boy, are we always looking for something to fill this <laughs> sports podcast with. Um, but I don't remember the end. Anti- I don't remember how this started, but we took on, maybe it was that bird graphic. I really think that might've been it. I think Fox rolled out a graphic about birds, like bird teams mm-hmm. and their records against each other or something. And they use these like bird, you know, digital birds. And I think it got me thinking about what if like, would a Falcon beat an Eagle in a fight? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we decided to do that for all teams. And then we've started to use it as our predictor model. And so as we hear are on the eve of, or the day of the MLB playoffs kicking off, day of, started. we yeah. need to decide who's going to win. And so we've got a list of teams and we're going to talk about the, the matchups. Correct. And this is take it to the bank, hundred percent accurate predictions. So if you want to put money on the mascot battle, um, then you so should much feel better like, when you do it. Bet your house on this. Get take out a second mortgage. Don't do that. So first, first up, up in the American League, we have the Toronto Blue Jays versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Now they used to be, correct me if I'm wrong, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. You are correct. We lost Devil. Yep. For the reasons unsure. Christians were offended. And they called a bunch, but aren't 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 the ray aren't rays called devil rays? Devil rays are an animal in right. the bay in Florida. Yes. So how but, are they offended by the word devil? I don't mean to be insensitive. Yep. It's just that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled mm. was convincing us he wasn't a ray. <laughs> um, are they? I don't know enough about animals here, so I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you guys some questions. Is a manta ray the same as a devil ray? I don't know. I think I know there are stingrays, manta rays, devil rays. I feel like they might all be in the same family, like they might all be cousins with like some differences. I didn't spend a ton of time uh, researching wow. all of these. Well, that's disgusting. Well, because that's I figured we'd do them in the next rounds going forward and like we could just kind of do treetops. It's funny when you um, when you Google devil rays, uh, everything that comes up is, is about Tampa Bay. Mm. So it's like, what was the point? Um, this says now meant to primarily refer to a burst of sunshine rather than a manta ray. Yeah, so, so it's a kind manta of... ray logo re- logo remains on the uniform sleeve. So, based on the team's own uh, statement, following the 2007, the change of the name to Rays was supposed to mean the sun that comes through the clouds. I would have gone with this based on it being a manta ray, but I'm reading what it says here on Wikipedia, which is which is fact. Can't possibly be edited by somebody else. <laughs> and so. This is a ray of sunshine versus a bird, a blue jay. Mm. Now, I don't think blue jays are very aggressive birds. Um, They're beautiful, always fun to see. Also, there may be other blue birds, but every time I – oh, I guess like bluebird is a blue bird. But every time I see a blue bird, I'm like, oh, look, a blue jay. jay. Probably get more credit than – Yeah, there's probably less than I think. But um, the sun – Breaking through the clouds um, is responsible for the 
chemical processes in a flower that cause it to create pollen. I believe mm-hmm. that's called photosynthesis, kids. It, right? And so um, without the sun, a ray of sun, a bird would die. Yeah, yeah but Tampa plays indoors. What does that have I mean, to do with anything? Nobody's talking I mean, about that. What do you mean baseball? This is the mascot battle, This is how we analyze, is through the animals. The sun's not even getting through. That's not... That might be relevant. <laughs> um, and so... You know what, Travis? That's actually a good point. So they're playing in Tampa, but it's a dome? Yeah, they play indoors. But is there? A, is it a clear dome? No, like it's like in the Minnesota, old one, like balls get lost. Like I famously balls. Like, oh yeah, they have issues with it. All right, so I'm going to say the Blue Jays win. I'm just because... Travis just dropped it famously, and it made me happy. But here's the thing: see, now I can't tell if Travis has corrupted my knowledge because I'm supposed to be going strictly based on the fight between the two, and now I'm thinking about venue. Well, okay, so I will say, hold on, to go backwards one sec, uh, one step. When I went to like team origin like dot com or whatever I, I don't know a website that was all about how teams got like the origin of their names and it was the devil rays which is a specific kind of ray in the ray family the devil fish or the giant devil ray they dropped it oh, and no. were just the rays which could also mean a ray of sunshine but i don't think it was supposed to exclusively then be a ray of sunshine i told you we already covered this it says it on wikipedia.com if you had an issue you should have brought it up then i'm bringing it up you should have edited the wikipedia page before this (laughs) um okay so this that doesn't answer any questions it actually just involves more questions yeah well i think i mean if you're i think a devil ray versus a blue jay is a devil ray would win because it can drown the bird. But the bird, no, but how does it get to the bird? Well, how does the bird get to the ray? The bird just swoops in and, and does like stab attacks. Okay. And but, then flies yeah. away. But, but blue jays don't do that. I mean, they're, they're not fighting turns, for their, they're their not playoff lines. Yeah, but that's because they've never had to win a World Series. So, I, so let's just decide what it's going to be. It's a blue jay and we're going to go versus a, a manta ray in the ocean. Right? Or do we want to go Ray of Sunshine? I vote a member of the Ray family, the Manta Ray family, Devil Ray, Stingray. Okay. That's what my vote. So a Blue Jay versus a Stingray, in terms of who's more violent, I would say it's it's Austin. (laughs) He said hi, Kiki. Hi, buddy. Ask him Rays or Jays. Hey, are you here, Kiki? Can you have food off? Here, sure. (laughs) Yeah, let him pick. You here? Yeah. Hi, Austin. Hi. How are you? Good. My you look so... is doing yoga. Oh, doing yoga? Yeah. Black and, Panther? Yeah. And so it, it was raining outside. It is raining outside. That's your weather update. Yeah. Austin, Blue Jays or Devil Rays? Which one wins? Um... Blue Jays. Blue okay. Jays. All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, bud. You're so smart. Thanks. You're welcome. Who's your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero is Batman. That's different from the last time we talked. You loved Iron Man. 
Okay. He just nodded silently. Yep, I've changed my mind. Uh, okay, thanks, I like bud. I'm a Batman. Batman. Okay. What about Hulk? You like Hulk? Yep. What does Hulk do? He smashes things. <laughs> he does smash things. I miss you. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's okay. Okay. Mommy's going to finish. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, you got to say the power went out. Daddy picked me up. The power went out. That's that's the. You don't have to say. You don't have to say what mom says. You can say whatever you want. What what are you gonna do with the rest of your day? Um, I just got out of school. You just got out of school. What are you gonna What are you gonna do next? I'm just gonna stay at home. You're gonna stay at home. Are you gonna watch PJ Mask? Oh yes, I will. Yes, I will. Okay, that sounds really fun. Have a good day, Austin. Can I get Star Wars? Oh no, hold on, buddy. Let's go, bud. She just she doesn't like Star Wars. Oh no, I love it. That's so cool. What is that? A ticket? No, it's a oh, mirror. A mirror. Well, egg on my face. I mean, it's just. It's, I mean, it's just something. If you can look at. All right, hold on. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you can look at. Okay. No, I'll see you in a little yeah. bit. You're gonna go watch something with Daddy. Yeah. Love you, mean it. No, I want to. Wait, wait, wait. Say, love you, mean it. I want to get him the headphones. Just <laughs> say, love you, mean it. I love you, mean it. Thanks, buddy. I love you and I mean Can it. Yeah. down. Yeah. Go ahead. down. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's my fault. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's sorry. <laughs> I still, I panicked. Is it mask or masks? Masks. But I don't think he, he got offended. I said masks. That's okay. I got offended when I said, I miss you. And he just got silent and looked at Steve. And I was like, you don't, it's okay. Uh, All right. So according to Austin, a crazy upset Blue Jays over the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I know you guys count on us to stick to our prediction model. But if you saw how cute that kid is, you also would ask him who's going to win. And then you would just take his word for it. So you're going to tell him no. Yeah, the Blue Jays are going to beat the Rays, and let's move on to a much more complicated battle between the number five Yankees and the number four Indians. As history shows, (laughs) unfortunately, um, by the fact that that's even the name of a team still, and factually inaccurate, but you cannot deny that history states the Yankees win. Um. In in an evil way and all the, but the Yankees. Uh, Then we've got the number six, just quickly breezing past it. The number six, Houston Astros versus the number three, Minnesota Twins. Now, this is an interesting fact that I imagine Ashley put in here for us, that Houston's been a team since 62, but they haven't always been the Astros. They started out as the Colt 45s, um, which I believe is a gun reference but to me is a 40 ounce reference um, are there two zigzags at first i'm like how are they naming their team after a beer then i thought about the brewers also then i realized it's not after a beer um i think the beer is named after the gun yes i yeah. think you're correct um but uh they had to change the name not only just to keep with the times, but also to no longer infringe on the Colt Firearms Company famous trademark. Seems like a huge oversight on the team. They're like, we're going to name this team the Budweiser's. What's the problem? <laughs> well, there's 
trademark. Um, so then they uh, talked about how the, you know, Houston, we have a problem, big aeronautics and space industry. And so they went with Astros. What is an Astro? Is it a, Great. a star? Great question. Uh, I did look that up. It is not a thing. It's part of it's a, a word. It's like it's Greek, or I mean Latin, right? So it's like astrophysicist, like the yeah, way we use root words. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So astrophysicist, astronaut. Yeah. And it just means like related to space. Yes. Cool. So <laughs> related to space versus two babies born of the same zygote. <laughs> I mean, yes. But the twins, they're not babies that are fighting, right? They could be. Well, I think they're full grown. They could be. I just am describing what a twin is the same way I would describe what an astro is. I'm going to go a little bit off book here, which we never do. We haven't done that since the first one we did. Um, But going off book here, knowing that the Astros were once named the Colt 45s and Minnesota is named the twins, which famously Coors Light loves twins (laughs) and twins. Um, I would say this is a Colt 45 versus Coors Light. And this mm-hmm. podcast always picks Coors Light. And That's so right. the winner will be number three, Minnesota Twins. Love it. Uh, next up, we have the number seven, Chicago White Sox versus the number two, Oakland Athletics. If you were taking an athletic and making it play a White Sox, a White Sox is something that an athletic person uses mm, yeah. when being athletic. It's a tool almost mm-hmm. in their tool belt. So I don't think a sock could beat an athletic. The only, I know Travis, I know you've got a counterpoint and boy, can't I wait to hear it. The only issue I would say is that athletic is an adjective, not a noun. And we need to know what noun it's describing because white socks versus a very athletic toddler, the mm. sock might get the best of that toddler. Mm. If it's an athlete, if it were the Oakland athletes, they're running away with this. Yeah. But the athletics makes it difficult because athletics are just sports. So it's sports with a question mark <laughs> versus socks with an I X. I mean, you could picture like a pickup game between like the jocks and the nerds. You know, it's like, oh, the the unathletics versus the athletics. You could picture that very specific scenario if you wanted some sort of explanation for what the athletics were. I'm going to put it this way. Socks are pretty resilient. I know a lot of people. No, I don't. We've never talked about socks. I know for me, I have a lot of old socks that have been in my life for a while. Until they get a hole in the toe, then Mm. you toss them. Or you're like, that's not that annoying of a hole and you keep them, which is a terrible thing and you should toss them. But I have a hard time letting go of things. The number one thing that ruins a sock is sports. Mm. All of my softball socks were always getting torn or covered in dirt because they're just getting destroyed by athletics. And Mm. so I'm going to say white socks uh, are no match for athletics. Athletics have shown throughout history that they can destroy white socks. And so the athletics win. Travis, I don't care that you're shaking your head. I've made my decision, but I'm going to give you a platform on which to speak. Go ahead. The athlete's going to have a lot of blisters if they don't have socks to wear. They can wear black socks or red socks. They're not putting them on. They're just wearing them. Think about what one famous white sock did for a Boston Red Sox player to win a game as a pitcher. Okay, you're talking too much about sports. It's making me uncomfortable. 
Um, we don't talk about Kurt Schilling on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't say his name. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, that was a famously a Red Sox. And so that was when he got good enough to, to persevere was when the sock that was once white became red. And then mm. magic happened. So yeah. the athletics take down the white socks unanimously agreed upon in this podcast. <laughs> Moving over to the red sock with like quarters. There's, they don't have a chance. Ashley. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what kind of scraps are you getting into? Uh, okay. Hopefully some of these can become more traditional, but I'm going to assume probably not. Um, the In the National League, the number eight Milwaukee Brewers taking on the number one Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, trolleys are the reason that the team is named the Dodgers because they put them in in Brooklyn in the 1890s and pedestrians would have to dodge them while walking in the streets. They were called trolley Dodgers. And then the team called themselves the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers and then shortened it to the Dodgers. And then they kept that name when they moved, even though it didn't make sense anymore, much like how many lakes really are there in Los Angeles. Um, (laughs) So people who jump out of the way of trains (laughs) up against people (laughs) who make beer. I feel like this is an easy one. Um. I don't know, because a Dodger is uh, is agile. A Dodger Mm -hmm. is all about defense. They're going to be able to, any punch you throw, they're going to be able to get out of the way of it. It's going to be very difficult to land a punch. Brewers, I don't want to assume that they're getting high on their own supply per se, but a brewer is around beer a lot, and nothing makes a fighter more sluggish. Well, I would say more like confident in their abilities, mm. more ready to fight, you know, uh, than, than beer or any other type of alcohol, you know, maybe a truly, who's to say. Um, so this is, t- you think it's obvious? I think it's obviously the Dodgers. Well, but here's the thing. You're going to have to land a punch if you want to win. You can't just avoid. I would say that normally, but if you're dealing with a brewer who let's make the logical it's an assumption but i think it is a it is a logical i think it's one. an unfair assumption that they're drunk they they like beer a lot and i think you could capitalize on that if they made their profession around making beer you can't make a good beer unless you try it and you've tried a lot of beers to know it's good so i think at some point uh, they're going to be drunk could we take it further and say maybe they have a beer gut potentially no see that's and i think where you, I think- can, you can outlast them I think the safer argument here is that a Dodger in other walks of life is is athletic because it is uh, able to move out of the way of a quickly approaching vehicle. You can, you can uh, assume things about their physicality based on the word Dodger. They have mm-hmm. the ability to do that. They aren't overweight. They aren't sluggish. They aren't – they're agile. Whereas a, a brewer – that's a very stationary job. There's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of... Um, I mean, you have to like pick up kegs and stuff though. You're probably like sneaky strong, but just not like fast. Huh. Yeah. Well, but I don't... But then we're... Are, are we talking about like a modern day brewer? A modern day brewer, you've got people who pick up the kegs. That's a different job. Oh, the brewing of the beer itself, you don't have to do all of it. You're not a micro brewer, you know? Hmm. You're like working at a Sam Adams. 
And so it's, you can assume less, but like you said, most likely they're enthusiastic about beer. And as we all know, as women in the sports industry, beer is empty calories. People will remind (laughs) you anytime you post a photo or anything of you engaging with a beer in any way, even just having a conversation with it. If this was a Coors Light brewer, I'd say they're undefeated. I'm no, absolutely. Yeah. If this were the the brewer, the the Milwaukee Coors Lights versus the Los Angeles Dodgers, it's over for the Dodgers because everyone knows <laughs> Coors Light is the beer you drink when there's a sport on. You know, <laughs> but I think we have to give this one because I don't want to talk about it anymore to the Dodgers. Right. Moving on. <laughs> the number five St. Louis Cardinals versus the number four San Diego Padres. Are we going with Padre as in dad, or are we going with Padre as in? A, a monk uh according a to the team origin website it's padre because it's spanish for father or priest and is a reference to san diego's status as the location of the first spanish mission in california and also their uh their mascot is a i think it's the swinging friar yeah. it's not the chicken even though everyone thinks that it's not it's I've like met the, that i think it's the swinging very nice. friar very nice well, so, handsy. very nice oh that's terrifying um since this podcast aims to be factual, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with dads versus birds. Wait, what? It's opposite of what I just said. I know. And I was being sarcastic when I said it was oh, factual. Oh, oh, it's oh, uh, entertaining. Okay. And so uh, a priest and a bird, I don't know. A, also a cardinal is a religious figure. And I just don't want us to get to get bogged down in religion, uh, which can be a very polarizing topic. Mm. I think we should talk about my dad and his relationship (laughs) with birds. Um, So um, my mom in her later years of her life, she's in her sixties, looks great, looks 40. um, Doesn't listen to the podcast. Didn't need to say that. Uh, (laughs) She's picked up a couple hobbies. One of which is growing marijuana. The other, legally, legally, the other, yes, it's legal in Massachusetts, decriminalized or whatever. Um, the other is bird watching. That sounds fun. It doesn't at all. No, no it doesn't. It <laughs> might. That's the thing. It might be fun, but it certainly isn't like we. Uh, and so we. She knows a lot of different types of birds, but she only bird watches in her backyard. Like she's not like going out and doing bird watching expeditions. She's just like she has bird feeders that she takes care of, and she gets mad at squirrels because they jump up on her feeder. And it's a very weird adult thing that I guess is happening. Point is, I don't think my what she needs to get the Yankee flipper to prevent that. She has it. She's tried every everything that's been advertised as like got squirrels in your bird feeder. Try this, and none of them work. I love your mom already. Keep going. Yeah, she's uh, she's an interesting chap. Point is, my dad probably hates that because it's just taken up all of her time and all of her attention. Mm. And so, my dad versus a cardinal, he'd be very mad. But my dad's not an agile guy. A lot of dads, dad bod. It's like a known thing that dads are just a little bit soft in the middle, and we love them for that. But a cardinal is going to get in your dad's face when your dad's at the, they're not beach birds. When your dad's at a picnic, they're going to swoop in and steal his French fry. And Oh, that's going to really ruin your dad's day. Or like this dang bird. Like how many times can you picture a dad saying this dang bird and just getting really frustrated and worked up and the bird just flies away. And it's not their problem anymore. And so I feel like, 
as much as I hate them, <laughs> the Cardinals win in a fight against dads. Wow. And also, if you, if you wanted to get into the religion thing, it's not a huge upset. It's a minor <laughs> upset. If you wanted to get in the religion thing, I think a Cardinal is higher ranked than a, than a Padre. And That's so it, it holds up both correct. ways in a, in a secular and non-secular world. <laughs> I, right? I just, we don't have to get into it. I do want to acknowledge that I think the or- original name Cardinal actually came from like the color. I think they might've used to be called the Red Sox. Why do you, why do you do this? Because I don't want people to flood your mentions being No like, one's going to oh, flood my mentions. These ugh, are the, the people who I make it this will. far are in on this. They <laughs> okay, are cool. not fact well, let's checking move on. where Cardinal comes from. Okay. The current logo on. is an actual Cardinal perched mm-hmm. upon a stick. I called the San Diego Padres dads. Yeah, you did. Yeah. If I were a Padres fan and I were as frustrated as they probably are, I would have a blog called Daddy Issues. <laughs> and it would be I'm pretty about sure the Padres that. And how they've upset me. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, okay, two more matchups. I know you're all waiting to push send on the bets that you're placing. So let me get through these. It's number six, Miami Marlins, at the number three, Chicago Cubs. Now, Cub is a baby bear and a Mm -hmm. marlin is any size fish with a big long stick on its face is it a swordfish uh i think swordfish is a kind of marlin yes what the hell we're learning so much about marine biology what is a marlin because i want to say it's like a hybrid of a dolphin and a swordfish oh it's from the family istioferidae and it has about 10 species inside of a marlin um it has a elongated body a spear-like snout or bill and a long rigid dorsal fin which extends to form a crest um it was named because of i don't care um it great greatly exaggerated speeds are often claimed in popular literature based on unreliable or outdated reports now we don't use unreliable or outdated reports here on the sports podcast it's only facts so we need to know they're not that fast they're fast they're among the fastest marine swimmers, but they're not as fast as claimed in books. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see any relationship to swordfish, but I don't see it and I don't care. Um, also, isn't the, a marlin the fish in Old Man in the Sea? Um. I don't know. I don't. It's remember. a book. Did you say I've never seen it? Yeah. Okay. Like on a bookshelf anywhere? You mean you've never seen oh, it? I didn't know it was a book. Oh my god! What? It's Ernest Hemming. It's fine. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> uh, so we've got a fish that's pretty fast with a pokey thing on its face versus the baby bear. I'm going with the bear. Okay. Why? Because it's going to kill the fish. They can hunt. I'm just trying to see how big they are. And the cup's going to be rolling deep, too. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the problem, though. It's not an adult bear. It's a baby bear. And so baby bears have to learn how to catch fish, which is mostly salmon, I think. Um, And what they do is they stand still and they, like, swipe them out of the air. So I think if you've got a relatively fast marlin... 
that's going to be able to navigate around. Like it's not coming up out of the water. It's not jumping. It's coming in and stabbing those baby bears legs. I mean, also introduced into uh, the lexicon, <laughs> into the conversation that bears have the smallest young in relation to the mother's body size of any other mammal. Uh, wow. Typically, bear cubs weigh between one three hundredth and one five hundredth as much as their mother. Uh, on average, a newborn black bear cub is like ten and a half ounces and is nine inches long. Whoa! I retract my. And oh, it's no, you must stand by what you said, and it was well, comedically wrong because a marlin can be up to sixteen and a half feet in whoa. length. Whoa. And can be 1,803 pounds in weight. Wow. But it could That's be a really small big too, fish. It could, no, not really small. I mean, what's what does the marlin start out at? This is literally your job. Smallest marlin. Listen, I wanted to take the marlin side. You wouldn't let me. So guess what? I'm going to fight for the cubs now. And the I blue the marlin landed recently was unique in that it was not gargantuan or ferocious, but super cute and tiny enough to fit in the palm of a hand. This could be the smallest marlin ever caught. It is an exception. It's enough of an exception that an article was written about. Look how tiny this marlin is, which is normally huge. Here's I don't the think thing. we go off of the smallest ever. You don't, because if you're drafting a marlin, it's like if you're the owner of the marlins and you're drafting a team of marlins, you're going to get the biggest strongest right. marlin Thank for you, your Ashley. team Thank you. whereas like a cub is a de- like a delineation that you have to follow you may not get the newborn tiny like nine inches one or whatever it was however many ounces but you're still getting a small ass a one-year-old let's go with a one-year-old cub is 22 pounds yeah at what point does a cub is a cub no longer a cub let me google Again. that for you host travis <laughs> let me um, google that for when you <laughs> does a cub Become a bear. Wow, it auto-completed become a bear. Aww. The female becomes sexually mature and able to have cubs. So I guess that's like when they become an adult. So between four and a half and ten. That's a pretty wide range. Either way, uh, yeah, we all start at different times. Some, <laughs> some, right. some cubs right. are late. Some bears are late bloomers. That's right. Shout out to, by the way, Fat Bear Week. If you need to pick me up, go look at those beautiful chunks of meat. They're so great. I love them. Please don't flush the toilet. <laughs> the only bathroom that works is the ensuite in the bedroom. And I get that the SP when I'm doing a podcast, but sometimes I'll flush the toilet. And I'm like, now they think I'm flushing the toilet. I'm not flushing the toilet. Um, so I think we have to, the, the, this fish is much bigger than this cub. This cub doesn't know anything yet. Sure, it has instincts, but they're not that strong yet. And it needs to learn a lesson. And that lesson's going to be, it's going to lose to the the cubs are gonna lose to the marlins i'm starting to reconsider this segment <laughs> and lastly we have the also if the cub even if the cub could get the marlin i bet it would somehow impale itself on that big old nose yeah so it'll, it's gonna end that series is gonna end in a tie both of them are gonna die and somehow be eliminated <laughs> Uh, last one, we have the number seven Cincinnati Reds versus the number two Atlanta Braves. Now he's flushing the toilet. Um, the Cincinnati Reds are the oldest professional. You didn't hear me? No. Okay. I said, please don't flush the toilet. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. He went, oh, I'm going to, I'll undo it. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds are the oldest professional baseball team in the major leagues. They began in the Cincinnati Red stockings in 81 because they wore red stockings with their uniforms eventually they changed their names to the red legs which, which is, worse. is weird and worse <laughs> and then they just shortened it to the reds um 
And then when there was the Red Scare in the 1950s, they went back to being the Red Legs so as not to be associated with the commies. I guess it was just their legs were commu communist, communists <laughs> because I'm still putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. And then in 61, they switched back because, God, humans are just complicated. Mm. Um, so they're red. So they're literally just the color red. So the Braves win. What it, you're jumping to conclusions very quickly. The joy here is in the journey. <laughs> now, what's a brave? I know it's um, it I know is, it's offensive. It's a Native American warrior. Okay. Well, that's weird because land of the free, home of the brave. Um, well, I'm what it was okay. named. After, okay, you know, got it. So it's a, a Native American warrior versus the color red. Mm -hmm. Well, we would have to know. Do they have a predisposition to colorblindness i don't believe so okay no. well we can cross that off the list did they were they uh did the was the color red did it represent some what tribe are they alleging that brave is from none specifically because they just don't acknowledge different tribes and how different their values and views may be it's just indian right so which also isn't right but here we are. So it would be very difficult to discern what red would mean to these specific Native American warriors because they aren't specific enough by naming them Native American warriors. So I think you're probably right, Travis, that the Braves win against the color red. Uh, although I think a little bit more uh, respect for them as actual human beings would have helped us maybe decide maybe the color red you know, like in some cultures, red means good, and in some cultures, it means bad. And we can't discern because they're just brave. And so I guess we have to say, in a very boring fight, or you could argue that color is is stronger than, is more universal than anything. Mm, nah. And is everywhere among us. <laughs> I think we have time for one more voicemail. <laughs> I don't. That last one I don't like. So don't put money on that one. I don't know. But it's we're going to give it to the Braves. It's Braves. Because yeah. it's an uncomfortable discussion. And that's not our fault. I think we have time for one more voicemail. But before we do that, this podcast is... Oh, wait. Should we go through our picks before we do that? Yes. Okay. We've so got... Overall, go this is who we've picked. We've picked the Blue Jays over the Rays. That's Austin's fault. That's on him if it's I wrong. Say, I still feel uncomfortable about that, but I forgot it was Austin. Yeah. Yankees over Indians. Uh, Twins over Astros. Athletics over White Sox. Dodgers over Brewers. Cardinals over Padres. It's <laughs> my favorite one. Marlins over Cubs. And Braves over Reds. Mm. That'll sound right. Lock them in. <laughs> tell, them, tell them we sent you. Who's them? I don't know. Hi, Katie. Ashley and... This is Jeff from Texas. Um, I just finished watching the All or Nothing for uh, Tottenham Hotspur, narrated by Tom Hardy. My question would be, if you could have your favorite team season recorded, who would be the narrator for the entire season? It can be a real person, a fictional character, um, doesn't matter. Really excited to hear uh, what your answers are, um, but really enjoy listening to your podcast. Love you, mean it. Allegedly! Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jeff. Love you. Also mean it, allegedly, you know. 
wouldn't want to put that on record. Very incriminating. <laughs> um, you know, my answer is obvious. Um, it's the famously blind James Earl Jones. <laughs> I forgot he was blind. Ashley? <laughs> I'm going to go a uh, fictional character, and I'm going to take Korg from the Thor movies. Oh, my God. That's a perfect answer. <laughs> Isn't that just the director? It's, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah. That's really funny. Travis, you look completely, awesome. you haven't even smiled. She's cracking up laughing. I'm smiling and your face is just stone faced. Sorry. I'm going to go with Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh. Okay. All right. No other. Okay. No follow ups. Uh, um, you know, like from maybe if he can go in like his 24 mode. Okay. Be the best. That's it for this week's edition of sport. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out to DraftKings, Miller Coors, and Simply Safe, and shout out to the Mina Kimes Show featuring Lenny. Mina talks all things football every week with her unique brand of humor and insight. So go download and subscribe to Mina and her dog Lenny, or else he'll bark on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And big thanks to you guys for listening now and uh, again a second time on a different streaming service. Like, for example, Ashley? The ESPN podcasts on the app. Uh, yeah. And Stitcher. Yep. Right. And uh, Google Play. It was just, okay. And uh, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Pretty obvious yeah. one there. Yeah. Um, or you can always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which we read and we love them, mostly on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh, like this one from Alex12002-8374. Man, I thought that was that Alex that I knew, but he's <laughs> Um that says, favorite podcast. I was listening to an episode the other day when I went jogging and was loving it so much that I almost walked into the shower with my headphones on when I got back, which I will say, I thought you could do that with uh, AirPods and that's why everybody loved them so much, but you can't. So they, I, they remain stupid to me. False. Thank you for your Thank you for your review though. Um, and, and lastly, don't forget that you can always- Leave us a voicemail. Hmm? Leave us a voicemail. Thank you. Okay. At 860. Some S's were F's and F's were S's. Aren't uh, they always? I still don't nope. know where they're supposed to be. You don't? <laughs> what did you just say? That was Travis. Travis, don't do that. Did you say he? <laughs> what is that? It's 860 Say goodbye. Bye. Uh, Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Love you. Mean it.